All right, welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. Let me give it a second here. Do some things while wait for a couple people to come in. Salute, salute. All right, so give me one moment. Load game. All right. Okay, so basically, I want to get started on um, a separate smaller topic before I get into the meat and potatoes of what I'm going to talk about today. Um, and I'm going to try to keep this one short because what I want to do is I want to uh, create an audience and then go to my other channel. And I really want to talk on some level two shit um, that I've seen. Um, but I don't want to get any copyright strikes on this channel. So I'm gonna do it on my other channel just in case I run some risk. So stay tuned for that. By the way, I'm gonna start uploading uh, more on my backup channel. I'm gonna put the link in the description box in a little bit. I'm gonna start uploading more on my backup channel. Um, so stay tuned for that um, in a moment. In the meantime, hold on. Hydrate. And speaking of hydrate, yeah, so this um, things are picking up again between Sea uh, Boogie Productions and Mamiya Obsidian Ali. That's, um, they're just two forces of nature that just can't really, you know, find common ground. And I think that the reason why there's trouble uniting or creating a sense of brotherhood um, between the two of them, and I could be wrong. Um, I mean, there is a lot of personality shit going on between the two of them. That um, seems like a definite contrast. But I really think that it stems from quantity and quality of pussy intake. You know, there's a belief that one receives greater than the other and um, or vice versa. And yeah, that is a divide, but it's like, really? See, here's the thing, fellas. And I don't know why I'm the first person to really just point this out to people and to brothers in general, because this, this is something that really shouldn't have to be pointed out. But simply put, it's just pussy. I mean, don't get me wrong, pussy is great, but really, it's just pussy. And I don't think that people really realize that. They don't kind of like walk around with that in their head. In fact, the only moment it seems like brothers really understand this concept of just pussy is the moment right after they get it. You see, like the moment after you 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 come. Then this feeling, uh, I mean, of course euphoric feeling, but once that starts to die down, then it's like, 
God damn, all this for that? All of this for that, no matter what you did to achieve this goal, you always seem less than satisfied. And even if you didn't do nothing much, at least me, I start to think like, damn, now I got to shower again and wash the sheets and and this, this, and this. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's not even worth it. I mean, like the drive to get it for a man is high. And it's much higher than the pleasure you receive from it. And it's most certainly not worth fighting over, killing over, shaming brothers over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not. But we as brothers deify it. It's kind of like a video game back in the 80s and 90s. And maybe maybe even today, I just never really, you know, played um, video games in the in this millennium like that. So, um, but it's it's like it was back then and possibly now. And that is, you spend hours upon hours upon hours to beat a game. Let's just say the original Mario Brothers, right? Hours upon hours, you get to level eight. You know, it's like. Okay, the princess is in another castle. And it's like, oh, great. You got the castle that the princess is in. Perfect. Beautiful. And that's it. That's it. I mean, yeah, you could play it again, but it's not the same as the first time you played it. I mean, sure, it's fun, but it's like, ah. Ah. It's just pussy. Brothers, we need to stop letting it have such a control over our lives. It is a physical satisfaction. More intense, but much like other physical satisfactions that people receive. People who smoke weed receive a physical satisfaction from that, I'm sure. Um, people that drink al- alcohol, the same. Um, you know, people who bungee jump, people who hike, work out. You know, there are many other physical satisfactions out there in the world. But the extent that black men deify pussy far exceeds rational behavior, our rational desire, I should say, which leads me to believe that there is some sort of sinister manipulation going on to make you feel like this. When I say you, I'm talking about black men in general, to make um, men feel this way. 
I mean, brothers die for it, they kill for it, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, damn, it's it's just pussy. The weird thing is, brothers actually go to jail for it, which is weird because you don't actually get it in jail. So you go to jail where there's no pussy, but you, you get it before and after, which means you spent years of your life in prison. Just a, it's, it's, it's really strange. It's really strange, brother's fascination with this. One can conclude scarcity to an extraordinary degree or a strong advertisement to it. Kind of like somebody markets something to you so much that you feel like you have to have it. Or lastly, you've been saturated with it and you are so um, addicted to the frequency of it that you miss its absence. Kind of like how most um, first world or Western people are so used to, say, cell phones. We wouldn't be able to function properly without it. We're we're addicted. You know, we have it so readily available that, you know, if something happened, somebody attacked and all the cell towers went down at once and we had to go back to basic phones, we probably would not be um, we would be extremely upset at this scenario. So I think that it's a combination of the three. When I read the um, when I read the excerpt about that guy who was teaching um, that white teacher who was teaching in um, black school districts, he talked about how um, when he was gone for two minutes, the girls were just up there twerking in front of the class. So yeah, I think that is that's part of the second one I was mentioning, like um, that it's overly advertised to keep the guys at. A- a very young age, enamored by it. But let's not get into that um, because that was just, you know, I just want to spend like 10 minutes on that before I get into the meat and potatoes of the conversations. And of course, I'm going to revisit what we were just talking about. Now, the meat and potatoes of today's topic is lead, follow, or you're gay. You see, that is the tactic of certain people, particularly those in the Cynthia G camp. In the military or somewhere, I don't know, I've seen it in the movie Idiocracy. They said, lead, follow, or get out the way. Now, you would think that the people on the um, opposite end of the SYSBM spectrum um, and the um, black women who are also on the opposite end would have that mode of thinking, right? Lead, follow, or get out the way. And of course, SYSBM is black men who are getting out of the way. However, there's pushback on them getting out of the way. 
Now, a lot of the pushback, um, I understand, because they're not getting out of the way silently. They're actually um, taking others with them. They're convincing others to, you know, go with them, which means that they're essentially leading others out of the way. So lead, follow, or you're gay. Meaning if you're not following us or leading us, then you're gay. Kind of like when Cynthia G says, black men who are with white women are gay. Which essentially makes no damn sense. I mean, come on now, really? The fact that they're women not transsexuals, not men. The fact that they're women means that they're not gay. That's what not gay means. So, if you are SYSBM, then apparently to some you are, in fact, a homosexual. which is an obvious shaming tool. And if you don't want to be shamed as a black man in America, you are left with two options. Lead or follow. Now, there's a term out there called topping from the bottom. Now, what exactly is that? Topping from the bottom is when a person claims to be following you only to lead you. An example of this would be if you are with a woman who claims that she's submissive. I'm submissive. Just ask me. I fuck you rigorously on command. You're in charge of this, daddy. That seems well and good, don't it? Seems like you're in charge. You are the masculine man of the situation, right? And you want to stay in this position. Now, how do you keep this good thing going? By saying, doing, and giving her whatever the fuck she wants. Now, she won't say this when she's fucking you rigorously on command. However, if you do something, say something, believe something, insinuate something, that she disapproves of, she will warn you that this comfortable, pleasing situation can and will come to an end. That is the whip that keeps you in line. And then next thing you know, The situation is reversed on you. It is not you 
Well, she's not fucking you rigorously on command. You are actually fucking her rigorously on command. She's just not commanding it. Men, if you find yourself in a situation like this, if she doesn't fuck you when she's angry at you, then she's not fucking you rigorously on command, is she? That is the manipulation technique that exists. Now, why did I bring that up? Because, you know, if you don't want to be gay, then you have to lead or follow. But for women who use this tactic and many other tactics, many other level two type tactics, leading is following. Leading is following. You are a leader in name only. You are a vassal king. You are a puppet king. That's why they're so quick to say, oh, yeah, you're the king and shit like that. That is why they do that. See, before, a level one person will just try to sell you on you're just going to follow. Level two will, will just call you the leader and then eventually manipulate you until you follow. And level ones will also try to shame you for just getting out of the way. It's like, look, I understand your game for the most part. I'm going to step aside. You're not offering true and genuine submission. You're offering the fake shit. You're offering the sleep on the couch if you don't take out the trash shit. That's not actual submission. That's her leading you. That's her commanding you to take out the trash if you want to continue with this fuck you on, uh, fuck you rigorously on command situation. But fellas, remember, once again, it's just sex. Once you start to look at it like that, it loses its power. And if you're a stubborn bastard like myself, you'll just let the garbage pile up. Before you put up with this shit. Or you'll take the garbage out and then not fuck her. Or break up with her. But the moment that technique is using, that is the big, um, attempted to be used, that is the beginning. And to flip the script on you. So what prompted this topic? Well, as many of you might have guessed, um, I was on Sister George's panel. Sister George's and Concrete Rose's panel a couple days ago. And I seen this firsthand. Women who 
claimed that the men were the leaders while they were attempting to lead men. I'll give example. Concrete Rose want to be, um, apparently according to her, kind of like a female dating, relating coach for men. A female coach for men is a leadership position. Like, oh, let me just guide you and point you in the right direction of getting pussy of women who otherwise are not interested in you and or are trying to manipulate you. Let me lead you in this direction. So there was a desire to be the leadership of men. Let's let's be clear on this. Now it's done under the veil of I'm a submissive woman, and if you want a submissive woman, then you do this. And that's what topping from the bottom is. I'm a submissive woman. If you want me as a submissive woman, then you obey these commands. Same thing. I'm a submissive woman. If you want a woman like me, then this is what you do. Then next thing you know, you're following her lead. Essentially a follower. That is how that works. Fellas, you are being hoodwinked. Bamboozled. So as we go further down the whole um, bamboozled path, a couple of other things I noticed in that conversation. And I listened to a bit of uh, Bernard Riley's um, take on it. When was it? Um, I think it was this morning or something. Uh, somebody brought my attention because he was on the panel too. Um, and he said I was out of character. And perhaps he's right. You see, here's the thing. It's highly frustrating to see remedial manipulation tactics. It was so basic that it was insulting that they would assume that brothers would fall for it. It shows a lack of respect for the intelligence of brothers and sisters. So I'm going to give you an example of how this manipulation tactic works. I want y'all to imagine like a white guy. Just a run-of-the-mill white guy. And you're hanging out with him. And you suspect that he might be racist, even though he tells you all the time he's not racist. We're friends. How did, how can I be racist? Like, all right, fair enough. Would you admit that there exists white people who are racist? Yeah, they are. But, but, and then all these buts and everything that proceeds after the but is going to imply racist. But what about the history of white people? Um, they need 
needed labor. You know, it wasn't enough of them to pick the cotton themselves. And um, the Africans sold them to them. Um, and have you have your people ever did anything wrong? And and, you know, you all enslaved your own pe people. And was 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 Hitler that bad of a guy? You know, what have you done? Oh, you're just like Hitler. Blah, 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 blah. And then when he runs out of shit like that, he says, yeah, well, what about the environment? What about gang killings? He's starting to sound a little fucking racist right now, huh? You see, if you're a white guy and you are defending racist white guys, then it is very likely you are a racist or a racist sympathizer. You are a... a Nazi sympathizer. If there was a white guy that said, oh yeah, but you don't understand what these Ku Klux Klan have been going through in their own personal life. Some of them were molested. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the molested Klansmen. When they try to get you to sympathize with somebody that you know is wrong, as opposed to just admitting that they're wrong and working together to right their wrong, you know whose side that they are completely on. And it's not the black man's side. Try to ride defense all you want to. At the end of the day, you are siding with the ratchets. You are speaking against, um, or excuse me, you are speaking for the ratchets. You're trying to justify and humanize ratchet behavior. And then at the end of doing this, try to say, oh, yeah, 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 but I'm down for the brothers. I want to be down with you and only you. Bullshit. You, you can't have both. You can't. That is the impasse. You, you can't have both. Either you're with the sisterhood or you, you are um, a pygmy. You can't be entirely submissive and condone such behaviors. You can't. So... What followed was a whole bunch of deflection and derailment and all that good shit. And it lasted forever. You know, I was trying to get the conversation out of that because it was so predictable. We heard it all before. It's in the scrolls. You know, shame, blame, same and insane. You know, it's it, and it's generally done in that order. You know, but it's all the same tactic. It's all the same technique. What they are trying to do is they're trying to flush, you know, um, um, uh, get you. Basically, what they're trying to do is advertise ratchet.
They want you to embrace something that you would not readily embrace. They want to improve the image of something. They want to improve the the um, image of black women without improving the quality of black women. See, they want you to ignore the rotten apples in the basket, barrel, bucket, or truck. They want you to ignore the rotten ones. Now, let's just say, you know, let's just say if it's 1% or if it's 10% or maybe if it's, it's 90%. They want you to only focus on the fresh ones. On this show, we're only going to talk about the fresh ones. And if you come across a rotten apple, shut the fuck up about it. That is the ultimate goal. They want you to shut the fuck up about rotten apples. And they want you to speak highly of the fresh ones. So I'll give, an, I'll give a scenario, right? Say you have... 20 rotten apples and 80 good ones. And you have 100 people. All of them gets an apple. All of them have apples. And then they just walk out of the farmer's market. And you're there saying, hey, how was your apple experience? They want the 20% who got rotten apples to shut the fuck up. Well, at the same time, they want the 80% to say, this was the greatest apple ever. And what happens? The general population will assume that these apples are, are excuse me, this, um, this barrel or, you know, this vendor has 100% fresh apples. You see, certain things are really, really devastating to people who have a rightful outlook, a rightful public image. And that is people's, people now have a voice. So I read um, not too long ago, and this is kind of consistent with what I've been through um, during an exit interview. Companies are, and I'm pretty sure that people here probably know this, companies are really, really serious about their glass door reviews. They are really, really serious. So I started, quick story, I started this job, um, when I started this job, right? Um, prior to, and remember, I only worked here um, um, about, I don't know, um, some months, um, and then they fired me. Is that time I uh, was telling you I got fired. Um, and there was talk about a guy who was there before I got there. Who gave the most accurate yet um, 
fucked up glass door review ever. And I, I don't really go on glass doors, um, you know, when I'm looking for work. I don't, I don't really go on glass door. I just, you know, because I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I may look at the stars or something like that, but that's about it. Um, anyway, um, he gave like a really, really shitty review on his way out. He was a tester. He was a software tester. And it was accurate, though. Like he was saying things like, um, because this was a white female space, meaning that the white women were running the fucking show. I shit you not. It was the worst thing I ever seen. That's why I was so incompatible with it. That's that's why I got fired uh, primarily. Anyway, um, but he was saying he was saying that about this white girl or this young white girl who was promoted without even applying for the promotion over a more senior black woman. He put that in the review. He put how the developers were underpaid. Um, so by the time I got there, they paid them, you know, um, they, they got a significant raise and everything uh, because the development staff, of course, was, was men and all the jobs that really didn't require much, I don't want to say skill or talent, but let's just say um, has a wider range of qualified people um, went to women, almost all, all of them, like every single position. It's weird. Um, but the men in this case were paid significantly less to industry. Any, anyway, this, this dude, he just blew them the fuck up on Glassdoor. He blew them the fuck up and the shit was hilarious. Uh, like I say, I wasn't working there. He did this shit before they hired me. Um, um, people were telling me about it. And I was like, God damn, you know, because um, they, they were still talking about it. So the one who um, the one who didn't get the promotion, the black chick, the bosses was real nice to her. They actually sent her to I, don't, I forget if it was like the Academy Awards or the Grammys or something like that. But they sent her to a red carpet event where she met Idris Elba and shit. Like they really laid it on thick to make it up to her. So right now companies, you know, that combined with Yelp, because Yelp is more like how they treat their customers and Glassdoor is how they treat their employees um, and shit like that. So companies are becoming extremely aware of their public image due to the internet extremely aware they're you know um now people are getting friendlier like you know all right i hope you give me a a, a decent yelp review you know and shit like that my name is such and such i get that at the um i get that at the wing stop because you know i'm on keto so i but i could i could have a, a a thing of wings but um i'll get that at the wing stop and like you know my name is such and such you know when you write the yelp i don't yelp um i have to be pretty pissed off to yelp but, you know, but they're really, really alert to it. Like they are walking around on eggshells and the shit is hilarious. What I heard the other day was that was just them trying to make sure more than anything. Prime directive. That the black woman gets a reasonable Yelp review, a reasonable glass door review. Because right now it's shitty. But you see, unlike um, my former company, 
and um, you know, I don't know, a shitty restaurant with a bad Yelp review. Unlike them, they're actually making improvements. Like I say, you know, they were giving people raise, giving, you know, Academy Award tickets and all that good shit and, you know, um, and everything like that, you know, trying to make sure everybody's happy so the glass door thing would improve. They're doing that so they could get better ratings. These chicks were saying, we're not going to do shit different. We're going to keep the we, we're going to keep the same quality and just expect better ratings. That that would be the equivalent to you know um, that job I used to work to them going to the developers saying, "Look, you know, um, I'm going to pay you exactly the same, but I, I want you to know that it's a lot of money. I mean, it's 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 still a lot of money." Are going up to the one chick and and saying, you know, yeah, you got overlooked uh, for a promotion by a less qualified person, but you know, it's still it's still fun in this in this job, right? You're still a strong, independent black woman, right? We're still feeding your children, right? So why not just give us a good Yelp review? It's that tactic. It's disrespectful. If you go into a restaurant and you receive rude customer service and you tell people on Yelp and then the manager comes out um, yelling like, wait a minute, did you just give us a bad Yelp? It's like, well, yes, I did. This this waitress is rude. Well, we have plenty of friendly waitresses. How come you didn't talk about them? Because I sat at the table of the rude waitress. Have you ever been rude to anybody? White supremacy made her rude. You're not perfect. You've been rude to somebody. You Everybody has a bad day. It's like, wait a minute. Are you going to discipline this person for being rude to me, the customer? Are you going to justify them being rude and suggest that I come back and hope that I um, not get a rude waitress the next time? And in the meantime, shut the fuck up on Yelp about my shitty experience. Is that is that what you're trying to get me to do? Because I'm not. If I am a Yelper and I go to your restaurant 10 times. And I have nine friendly waitresses and one fucked up one. I'll write that. Make sure that I have nine friendly waitresses. Step your game up. Any talk outside of stepping your game up is sisterhood talk, period. And if you are part of the sisterhood, then you are not a pick me. And if you ain't fucking pick me's, you ain't fucking shit. 
pseudo-submission is not going to cut it anymore. Your Yelp review will be fucked up as long as you are fucked up. You non-fucked up waitresses need to check the bitch with an attitude or else it's going to be fewer customers for you and fewer tips for you. The internet, Glassdoor, Yelp, all this good shit is the game changer. That's the true game changer. So like I said before, I said it before and I say it again, there is going to be a flood of level two. A flood. They want to they want to try to clean their image. You know, uh, Michelle Pink has academies and shit. Bitches are buying, you know, these packages, you know, because um, they assume that this, you know, um, 120 year old bitch knows what the fuck she's talking about. And, you know, they just want to change their reputation and image and so they could get the bag and and shit like this. It is flood of level two. I say just watch the parade. I say just watch the parade. Watch them try to compete on the basis of femininity um, with women who were born this way and were raised this way and were groomed this way. Now, Gab in his gabness, you know, because basically what was happening, and y'all could listen back to it, you know, and this Gab is cool. Everybody's cool with Gab, but you know, he does shit like this from time to time because his perspective is different. Um because he found himself a submissive woman at a very young age. Um so um but while you know gasping for air, just kind of like, you know, looking for any branch to hold on to. He was, um, he said, get your, no, no, what he said? Oh, because I was saying that they're reading off a script and I presented that script, the scrolls, and I showed them exactly how they were following the scrolls to the letter. He was saying that Bernard and I was reading off of a script. And I was like, okay, well, I showed you the script you guys are reading off of. Show me the script I'm reading off of. Then he's like, oh, I got books on brotherhood and shit like that. That's not, okay, we're saying show me. Then he was speaking like he's the only one that got books. So I went to my library. Of course, he didn't have any passages of his own, but, you know, that's here nor there. And this is actually the first one I grabbed. Um, there is a couple of um, others that I could have grabbed. Um, a Colony and a Nation. Let's see what else I got here. Um, these are the ones I have on hand. Uh, the White Man's Burden, Invisible Hand. Let's see. Uh, and a couple others. I, I, but I primarily read fiction, to be completely honest with you. Um, 
All right, but anyway, this is really, um, so this passage is the one that I quoted on here and I'll read it again. Gold diggers allow themselves to be conquest in return for material gain, dinner, jewelry, rent, or a starring role in a video. They are conditioned to devalue sex. Their innate emotions and, um, excuse me, they're conditioned to devalue sex, their innate emotions and need for tenderness, compassion and love are constantly repressed. They believe they are unworthy of love and respect and avoid disappointment at all costs. Now that is the truth, but I wanna say this portion right here. Their innate emo emotions and needs for tenderness, oh wait, prior to that. They are conditioned to devalue sex. Their innate emotions and need for tenderness, compassion and love are consequently repressed. Fellas, you will know when a person is repressing their need for tenderness, compassion, love, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You'll know by her dating history. If she is seeking men who do not provide these things, then it's because she spent a significant amount of time digging gold. If she, if her ability to nurture and submit and generally behave as a woman has been suppressed for too long, it will appear in their behavior. And no matter how much Michelle P. did, it will be visceral in your behavior. These bitches, you can hide, but you can't hide. What these chicks are hoping to do is to try to find the recently uh, successful repressed man. That is all they can hope for. That is what they are shooting for. I want you to remember that. Write it down if you need to. The recently successful repressed man is a gold diggers San Francisco. It's the 1849 San Francisco of gold diggers. Because these are mediocre women. Let's be clear. You know, the, the, if you listen to Michelle Ping, you, you are a very mediocre woman. These are mediocre women. So the they're not going to get the Russell Wilsons of the world. They're they're simply not, you know. What they're hoping to get is like the um Robert Smith, the moment he became a millionaire. Like the apex of his success. That's what they want to do. 
that 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 is that is it. That is the lottery ticket for them. But it's not going to, yeah, productive but sex-starved men. But see, what winds up happening is one of two things. One, he's been repressed so long that he finds the red pill and he develops a, a more discerning eye through channels like mine, which is why, you know, it, the channels like these are a threat. Or two, um, what was the second one? One, he finds a channel like mine. Uh, or two, somebody else fucks him first. Or he just realizes this on his own. All right, let me check the let me check the chat room. And that's why they're trying to shut up, trying to shut people up about the shitty Yelp review. All right, who do we have here? Gaslighting. Yeah. Um, the rise of femininity coaches. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it's not a rise of femininity, it's a rise of pseudo-femininity. Um, I love it when they say title of the movie in the dialogue. Um, yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, I, it depends on the movie. I mean, I would hate it if some, like right in the middle of the movie, somebody said, and the empire does strike back. That would, that would be kind of weird. Um, uh, what's going on, Jessica? God damn it. Jessica. So I missed my window cause I've been a little busy and this YouTube shit, but, um, I wanted to do a, um, uh, you know that timer app, um, that pussy timer app um, for you, um, and I was going to do it as a gag and put it in the um, Android store, but I just didn't get around to it, and now it's your birthday. So happy birthday, but I missed that opportunity. So um, yeah, I might just do one and then have people put in their age or have women put in their age and shit like that, but I thought that was a good idea. Uh, let's see. It will self-destruct the day after um, the marriage. Well, um, I mean, all women become a little bit complacent, but I mean, they they will no longer have to wear that mask of um, femininity or pseudo femininity any longer. Now, what's what's going to happen? God damn it! What's go what's going to happen is um, women's willingness to divorce and shit like that. Uh, will succeed and the reason for this keith is because you're under scrutiny now right now you're under the microscope right now men will yelp your ass see these women are all getting yelp before you know a woman divorce a man take half his shit and it's not poisoning the well because you know um People wasn't really aware of that. But now men could just go online and be like, hey, you know, this bitch did this, this and this. And the court said this, this and this. And, you know, next thing you know, this, this and this happened, you know. And then the rest of the population is like, oh, shit. OK, let me step back a bit. They don't want that. So they're going to main, you know, now you can write a review and people will see it. Pretty much. See, before this, because I'm older than y'all, before before we had the review, um, restaurants and shit, they had a suggestion box. You just write your suggestions in a box and it really didn't go anywhere and the, and, the, and the place wasn't humiliated. But now, 
your shit can become public and your brand can be ruined. So these chicks are going to, you know, try to do a little bit better, but really they're going to be just as fucked up as they can and still get a decent review. Or put you in a situation to where you have something to lose by giving a poor review. Right now, for the ABW, image is everything and they have the shittiest one um, in the union. Unfortunate, but true. And they are going to redouble their efforts to try to protect it. And that's what you've seen on Sister George's panel the other day. All right, let's see. Um, well, you can, but they got to want to learn. They got to want to learn. I mean, you know, you kind of like, you know, you can instill certain masculine traits in a man by going to the military or shit like that. So you can, you just, but there's a willingness to learn. These girls aren't going um, to these camps to learn how to be feminine. They're going to they're going to these camps to learn how to appear feminine uh, so that they can get their bag. And because bag is like a temporary um, gratification of, so, of some sort, it's it's means that they have no long term desire to be feminine and change who they are. They are content with who they are. They just don't like the um, the ramifications of it. So. Uh, let's see. What did Jessica say? Um, I just saw Game Changers Live too. Came back to it. All right. Appreciate you. And now once again, happy birthday. All right. Uh, let me scroll up because I lost that place. Oh, actually, let me put the link out there. All right. There we go. Uh, um, they just want the cake after it gets out the oven um, and iced. I mean, I do too. I, I don't really um, blame them, but I mean, understand that you have to earn it. I mean, you know, that's the world that we live in. It's unfortunate that's, a, that's not the world that you have lived in thus far, but it is it is the world that men have lived in. You know, there's very few things that we get without earning it some way or another. Um, unless of course you're born like a trust fund jawline nigga and you know, he would have a perception of the world that's far different than, than mine, who was born neither. Let's see. I call them surfer bitches always trying to catch the ride of the perfect wave. Okay. Uh, damn. Oh, you, was this that truck guy? That guy that just like ran over some chicks with a truck. So yeah, um, there's two, and this is not me defending murderers, um, but and these guys are putting their own sex lives um, in the mix, and they are saying that you know the reason that they did this is because they of their sex life. I would probably argue that the reason that um, these guys have a poor sex life um, is because they're like this. I think it's reasonable to assume that 
whatever is in your brain chemistry that makes you go to such extremes will come out in the screening process of women who deal with you. And that might leave you confused as to why women don't like you. But it's um, in this particular case, it may have been because you're you're giving off red flags that you are a fucking mass murderer. And, you know, we don't know this, but I'm pretty sure that that is apparent to if you if you ever made it to the dating phase, that 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 at some point in the date, maybe not directly, but indirectly. You said something to tip them off that you are a fucking mass murderer. You know, it could be some weird shit and you don't even know that you did it because you think that everybody else in the world thinks like you like, you know, like. Yes, I was trying to go to sleep and, you know, it was a bunch of fucking cats outside. So I just took my, you know, I took my AK-47 and I lit all them motherfuckers up and then I had a good night of sleep. And they like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. This motherfucker. Okay, so I'm just going to smile, be nice and never call this motherfucker again and block him. So, yeah, that um, so I think that that's their case, that that's their issue, but it's an extreme one off. And I I think that in this case, them being an incel is a side effect of them having serial killer and tendencies um, versus somebody who is an incel um, for other reasons and haven't killed. They're incels for reasons none other than they haven't found the opportunity to have sex with the woman that they're attracted to um, over an extended period of time, which is doesn't make them a serial killer at all. All right. Uh, people do that all the time. They just, you know, flip from back and forth like two channels and shit. You know, we used to do that back in the day when um, before you could save it and um, before you can save it and watch it later and you had to watch the commercials we flip back and channel but you know you youngsters don't know about that i don't know about eight bit video games yeah so yeah you're welcome so yeah i missed that i missed that window i would have shared the proceeds with you because i was going to get your um I've been meaning to email. I was going to get your exact birth time. Um, So not only would people be alerted to your birthday and everybody's phone would buzz who get the app um, at the same time, but um, they would also um, know exactly when your pussy expired. So, yeah. But, you know, miss out. All right. Okay, okay. I don't know. I've never been drunk. I don't I don't even know if like truly drunk people just like slur their typing or something like that too. Well, who knows, but I mean, 
if, if you make it to five dates, you probably won't be celibate. It seems like he had probably like a lot of failed first dates uh, because he's a, you know, he's a trust fund person. He's not, um, he's not hard on the eyes. So, you know, I'm sure he would at least make it to a first date um, unless he, unless he's, you know, um, only frequents the jawline bitches and, you know, but I think that he probably had a first date or two and they just seen that he was a fucking psycho. Um, you know, like the waiter just, you know, got there late and it's like, this service is terrible. I could kill this motherfucker. I wish this butter knife was sharp and I would fucking shank him in the neck. I would just, kill, you know, then that would probably turn him off. Whatever it, whatever it is, it's because he's a fucking psycho. All right. And fortunately, women don't want to fuck psychos until like after the fact, apparently. Um, like Jeffrey Dahmer, shit like that. Um, you got to get it first. You got to get it first. So, and you got to eat at the restaurant to leave a bad review. Or maybe you did. Shit. According to Cynthia G and them, you probably did. I know MOT already hit it. So let them tell it. You probably did. You probably did. <laughs> she got, it gave her like a, a bad Yelp over there. Uh, I think you could teach anybody uh, anything. However, you do have to do like you do have to deprogram like decades of bad shit. So when I was reading that Rebecca um, Walker thing, her mother didn't let her play with dolls because, you know, she wanted to to take away that nurturing instinct because she felt that motherhood was a slavery. So she's been she's been indoctrinated with that since for a very long time. So she would have to unlearn like decades and decades of bullshit. Um, but it can be done. It can be done, you know, like um, if somebody stutters or something like that, then, you know, it's better to catch something like that early. But doesn't mean that a that a grown person won't be able to unlearn this this bad behavior. I mean, but that's with anything It's better to learn, learn younger. But I mean, you know, can a 50 year old person learn Spanish Kung Fu? you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hell yeah. You know, hell yeah. These things are better taught at a younger age, but it's still good. Hey, what's going on, birthday girl? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Is that a new uh, picture? Okay. Or is that the other one just zoomed out? No, it's it's a different one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I was going to do that app. You know something? I procrastinate a lot which is why I haven't came out with the scroll app yet. Um, and I have, I have a lot of other projects, but you all see, you all see, um, but I should have no, did you was, first because, um, because, you know, it's a, it's a time thing, but go ahead. I was going to say, right. You could make the app so that you upload all the female contacts from your phone. And then as soon as they hit 25, like at the exact time, it just deletes their contacts. That the is hilarious. The world would be buying it. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I, I, uh, even though we're around the same age, Marco and I, I don't, 
I don't do that. My girl's 30. So it would just, she would just like automatically be deleted. I think most of the girl, I, I think I have like very, um, like in recent rotation, I think I have like very few under 25. So I would be left with like an empty phone and, <laughs> and male friends and shit like that. You know, my mom and shit would be deleted. No, but it's it's for the Marcos, you know? So all the Marcos are going to come out and buy the app, and it just, like, saves them the hard work. They've just got well, yeah, but, but full of fresh women. <laughs> but how many how many Marcos um, in the world are they? Like, you know, I, I want to sell it to a lot of people. I'm pretty sure a lot of people <laughs> want to know, like, exactly when yours expired. But I want to sell it to a lot of people. Maybe I should just raise it to, like, 35 or something like that, you know? Or Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Why not just I make don't. the age uh, universal? Elaborate. Like, oh, so you can just I, choose the age instead of actually having to set it 25. Oh, somebody just, yeah, uh, make it dynamic. Yeah, somebody uh, type in eight, like, okay, this is the age. I will not fuck past this one. You know what you I know can what? do? We're, I'll go for it. Sorry, we're like a little business team here. Do you see how we're developing our idea? Exactly. We're developing our app right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I could make it 27 and sell it to the Chinese. They're strict on that. They call it leftover <laughs> women. No, nah, they, they are. Listen, it's, that, that's a big market right there. Yeah. They call it leftover women. And they're like, if you're 27, then that is that is it. You know? And they were serious. They're, so there's a, um, there's a documentary called Leftover Women of China. And um, these parents, because apparently um, a generation ago, the Chinese weren't allowed to, um, they were only able to have one kid and they preferred boys over girls um, for legacy and inheritance and things like that. So um, they started uh, aborting and girls and they started sending them, sending them here for adoption. That's why we got like a you know Chinese baby adoption influx type thing going on here um, of Chinese girls. Um, and then, uh, what's happening now, a generation later, there is a female shortage as a result, the male to female ratio is extraordinarily off. Yeah, so that's why they had to stop it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, what's interesting is that even with that going on, they were still like firmly feet down on the 27 rule. And at this, at, on this um, documentary, I should you not, they had like these older Chinese um, people, right? Men and women, um, parents who were desperate for grandkids and they seen their daughter's pussy um, about to expire. So they're walking around <laughs> with pictures of their daughters meeting other <laughs> old Chinese people and, and, and they're trying to hook their kids up. I should you not. Like one of them was, one of them was interviewing, right? One of them was interviewing, and then he and then he heard somebody else say something. And he said, "I got a son. I got a son." And he just left the interview to talk to this <laughs> chick. So maybe she said, "I got a daughter in Chinese," and he said, "I got a son." I was, I was That's fucking actually hilarious to me. I was dying. They were dead <laughs> serious. I, they were dead serious. And then the reporter, who you know, she she's American attractive. Um, and think of she the shit, she said that, um, she said, well, what about me? And she put her thing up there and I think she's like early thirties or something like that, or, or maybe like late twenties, 
but she did not get any play. They were saying she is too damn old. <laughs> she was too damn old. The shit was hilarious. One of them even just laughed at her in her face, like, like, no, no, you're too old. <laughs> and then he turned around and he's like, too old, too old. They wow, hold... that's crazy. You'd think they'd be a bit more forthcoming given the fact that there's barely any women and they're so desperate. <laughs> they're in that situation, but they're still like, no, no over 27. Hey, I admire got... the sexual discipline. They've got... Yeah, they've got their traditions and values and they stick to it, like, no matter what. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, true, true. But... But I, I remember seeing um, sort of like that whole situation with when they when they had the one child policy and literally women were given birth in secret and they were chucking the baby girls in the bin or they were just leaving them at the side of the road and oh, just all sorts of like crazy stuff. Yeah. And so eventually they had to stop it because they saw in the long run, one, you were having all these dead babies just littering the streets, literally. And two in the long run the numbers weren't going to add up so what happened was you had a lot of men and hardly any women so like you couldn't you know couldn't keep the generations going so they had to change it damn they had to just be a bit more lax on their policy right i mean they still got 1.2 billion out of it you know so it did something correct, but yeah, that was um, yeah that Still, the the results is there's so many of them. There's like, well, there's more people in China than there is in the whole of Africa, you know. So I I, I see... didn't know that. Are are we certain? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like Africa's population as a whole is like one point one something billion, and China's is about one point two or three. And then you've okay. got India not far behind on also like 1.1 something million. So when you look, all those like um, highly populated countries, most of them are in Asia. Yeah, like I guess that's true for South America India, too. China, I think Brazil is, is up there as well. And Mexico have quite a lot of people. Per, per area, right? Because I don't think that there is a billion in North America total in i don't know because it's north north america is canada the usa and where mexico. Is mexico and iceland and iceland yeah iceland is in north america yeah technically i didn't know that i presume that was europe but geography is is not my strong point i say it all the time mm-hmm. i think like i'm good at most subjects but geography like yeah i'm not too good well, Iceland has eight people in it, so it don't really, you know, it's not like a... <laughs> it's but, one of those countries that don't matter. It doesn't count. Well, you figure if America has 300, um, uh, 300 more or less million people, um, and Mexico is, is you know, significantly smaller, and Canada is, is sparsely populated, we probably don't really reach the, the billion mark either. So China alone might have us beat um, in numbers alone, too. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Um, North I remember, America. I was checking it out because they said that, um, well, I think it was that Africa is going to have the highest population growth by like 2050 or something. And they said by 2050, Africa is going to be competing with Asia in terms of population. 
And I think that's why I went and I checked out the figures and just sort of looked how, you know, I just compared it just out of interest because I'd heard that. So that was where I got the figures from. Okay. I was reading this, so maybe y'all can answer for me. Um, if we took the if we took the women from the sixties, um, you know, and let's see. Um, oh, 60s and down and put them in present day, do you think those women would act the same way as women today? Um, depends on what age you took them. Um, my in my opinion, I, I sort of agree with you. I think it depends on their age. But mm -hmm. I think the majority, majority of them pretty much would. And the reason that you've got to see, um, the reason that I think that is because a lot of people live and do what they can get away with right so mm -hmm. that's how um sort of our standards are set in place even with children children do what they're allowed to get away with and that's how they set their boundaries it's like okay let me see if i can do this if i don't get punished that means that it's allowed you know and where we have um governmental and societal enforcement of certain behaviors within women so like right now we've got the feminist movement and that is backed up by a lot of society and the government it's shown them that those behaviors are okay and that it's condoned and so those women would see that as acceptable behavior whereas in their day it wasn't um societal societally it's i don't know if i made that up societally um acceptable and law was it acceptable, it wasn't enforced by law either. So they had no other option but to act that way, you know? So I think I think in today's situation, in today's world, if we pluck them and put them into, into today's world, they'd act sort of like modern day women. Now, let me ask this. Well, Zone, did you have an answer? Uh, I think there's going to be probably like half and half where some of them will be uh, traditional and some of them will not be. Okay. Um, so here, um, you probably don't have anything similar um, there in the UK, Jessica, but here we have a group of people called the um, Amish, right? Uh, now, okay. now, they choose to live uh, in seclusion in their own community that's free of technology. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, they do not endorse any technology, including automobiles um, prior to like, I think it's like 1860 or something like that, or maybe 1840, but it really don't matter because it's still, they still churn and butter. Um, and and that's how they live uh, for a religious purpose. Um, they even deny themselves medical treatment, uh, modern medical treatments um, as well. Um, very strict on it. What they do, however, is I forget what it's called. Maybe Zone, you can help me on this. Um, but every generation, they will send their kids out into the broader world. Um, and if they like it, they, of course, can stay. And if they don't, they will come back. Now, they always come back. Why do you think that is? And this is um, this is more I'm, to the question. This is this is more to the question. Like you know, because they have a choice. Oh, by the way, they're, the Amish are extremely patriarchal. So, but they they give them the opportunity, and they give them money. The Amish makes money because they um, through agricultural good, primarily um, oatmeal. Um, so they're they're wealthy, but they're not extravagant. 
um, and they they sell their goods to us uh, regular. I shouldn't say regular people, but they sell it to outsiders um, from their perspective. But but the boys and the girls come back. Um, why do you think that is? Well, I think because where their um, their upbringing is so. I don't want to say severe, but it's so, so drastically different to the real world. So the real world seems alien to them. It's not a place that they can see themselves being able to live in comfortably. And so we always go back to the option that is more comfortable to us. Well, the majority of us will, right? So you tend to go back to what you know, to what you're comfortable with, and to the place where you know how everything works. And um, I think uh, with the Amish community, there's a lot of scaremongering, you know? So it's like the outside world is evil. In the outside world, this is happening and that's happening. And, you know, so already their perception of the outside world is tainted. And so you go and put them in the outside world and they're looking through everything with a certain sort of lens, you know, they're not looking, they're not being impartial when they're coming into the real world. They're looking to find the faults. And as soon as they find those faults, they're going to be like, oh, you know, my parents were right. The community was right. It's this and it's that and it's the other out here. <clears throat> and so I think naturally they'd end up going back, going back home, you know, going back to the Amish community. Now, relatively speaking, is the world corrupt? I mean, like, are the parents actually lying to them and they're showing them they're given the opportunity to see for themselves so you know like um yeah i'd 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 say the world is pretty corrupt mm -hmm. it is you know but um I, so, I can see why the amish do what they do i can see i can see why they do that but again i'm i'm talking as a person who is who is comfortable in that world i have all my conveniences all the things i'm used to so you know again i'm not not indoctrinated but i've been brought up to believe that my way of living is normal just as they have so if you ask me if i wanted to go and live in an amish community i'm gonna say like no thank you you know mm -hmm. so but, yeah but you don't necessarily embrace Embrace everything that this world is telling you. I mean, this world is telling you that being barefoot and pregnant is a bad thing. Um, and you don't, you know, you you do kind of go your own way in that regard. Yeah, I think I think this world is um, much more, it tests your character. You know, it's character building. Mm. You're there, you have no other choice but to be what that place is. Whereas when you come out into this world, you have a choice. You have a choice of whether you um, follow societal influences, you have a choice whether you want to, there's so many roads and paths you can take, you know, there's a lot of choice, there's a lot of options. Sometimes that's not a good thing because too many options and you sort of have um, no order. Whereas I imagine in the Amish community, there is a lot of order, you know, Mm -hmm. So I I think it just depends. I think the real world is a good thing because it does build your character, you know, and it is a true test and it builds, it shows true testament of character. You know, it's sort of like if you grow up in the Amish community, you're one way, but okay, you didn't really have 
too much of a choice. Fair enough, they let you go out into the real world for a year, but um, you don't have too much choice in how you how you become. But when you're living in the real world, there is a lot of choice. And so when I see someone who I think is of good moral character and who has high standards, I can hold that person in high regard. Whereas if they're from the Amish community, I can appreciate it, but it's almost like, okay, you, you didn't have much choice in the way that you, in the way that you act, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's, well, but they, but they are given a choice and they still choose Amish for the most part, you know? They're given a choice, but um, their choice, just say, what age do they leave the Amish community? Maybe 20? I don't know what age they Oh, 18. 18, okay. And they leave for a year. It's roughly about a year. year. Here, so I'll Google it. I'll Google it. They've had one eighteenth um, of the the opportunity of choice that we have. You know, which is why I can say I can appreciate um your character, but I wouldn't hold you in as high regard as someone who's living in the real world. Because you've had 18 times as much choice and you've still been able to make the right choices. I still think you're a person of good character. So I'm going to judge them slightly differently. Just as I would if um, you've had someone that's come from a third world. Okay, just put it this way. You've got well, someone Spring, in a third Ron, world Ron Spring country. is two years, just, just to point it out there. Uh, hate to interrupt, but Ron Spring is two years. And it's okay, uh, 14 to 16, not 18. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Springer, Ron, then, Ron Springer. Um, the, the, the way that I was going to use the analogy is just imagine you've got someone that's come from a third world, war-torn country, a country in the middle of civil war, right? And you've got this individual who, um, I don't know, they've lost their parents, they've moved their way over to America or England, they've started up a business and they've become a millionaire, right? And then you've got someone in America who is the child of a millionaire, who's lived a cushy life and they've started their business and they've become a millionaire. I'm going to hold the person who has come from the third world country in higher regard because I know the trials and the tribulations that you've been through to get where you are today. Whereas I can appreciate that the child of the millionaire has, um, you know, taken it upon themselves to create a business and to create a future for themselves. But that path is a lot easier for them than it is for person b you know so that's that's just my way of looking at it i think the road to get where you are in the position that you are today tells a lot about who you are and so i can separate people on that basis so oh so back to the question at hand then um that being the case, and they do come from a different world. We're talking about the the a, a woman from the past who you know is displaced into modern times. Um, will they do as the Amish do now that we have this understanding um, that people become familiar with the world that they live in? Basically, if given a choice, would they choose to go back or you know at least find a man uh, like myself with a more sixties nineteen sixties ish mentality and stick to that? Do you know what? Now that you've actually um, sort of placed the the example in front of me of the Amish community, it does sort of change my opinion a bit. Uh-huh. So, you know, looking at it through that logic, then 
ideally they'd be more comfortable going back to the 1960s because it's what they know it's what they're used to you know uh -huh. so yeah it, it changes my perception a little bit yeah i think so too i i think modern thinking um is really like an addiction um, that we are introduced to at a very young age, like a drug. Um, you know, if your parents um, introduce you to drugs at a very young age or alcohol, or in your case, cigarettes, you know, uh, you want to be sober. And if you were sober, if, if you were forced, you know, say imprisoned um, with no cigarettes um, for a significant amount of time, when or for two years, um, when released, would you go back? Would you go back um, you know to, there was, to cigarette? There was a situation where I stopped smoking for about six mm -hmm. months because I was ill and I, I had to stop smoking, right? But once mm -hmm. I was better, I started smoking again. So, okay. you know, <laughs> just in that example, I, I had a choice. And now if I could go back, I'd probably, I wouldn't have started again. Because well, I realized like there was no. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I was just going to say there was no better opportunity for me to quit altogether than there was then, you know. So I, if I could go back, I'd probably quit then. If there was a fix all, if there was, you know, if you were given a choice to live in a world without cigarettes, would you take that? Um. <laughs> This is going to sound bad, right? Mm -hmm. No, nah, that's not bad. Probably not. Probably All not right. because I enjoy it, you know, and I don't want to go to a world without my enjoyment. Maybe if I'd never known what it feels like to smoke, then it wouldn't matter to me. But now I've had that experience and I know that I enjoy it. For that to be taken away from me, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. So if I could, you know, move to a world where cigarettes weren't invented, probably no, as bad as it sounds, because we know all the side effects, but I probably wouldn't. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my addiction, right? Um, so in college, I, and, and really prior to that, but it became a, it became a life altering problem in, in university, um, uh, video games. I was extraordinarily addicted to video games um, to the point where it um, affected my work. Um, it affected my my education. Um, it even affected my hygiene, to, to be shamefully honest. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, because I would I would sit, you know, all day um, and a couple of times unshowered and then I just go to work. because I lose track of time. Um, so it was really bad. Um, and I had to quit or else I wouldn't be the man that I am today. Um, I had to quit. And after graduation and things like that, I will say that I will say that I haven't went back. I haven't owned a um, video game system since like the first Xbox. Yeah, and I don't even know where they're at now, but, you know, like I'll play a phone game or something like that. But generally speaking, you know, um, yeah, I don't really i don't really mess I with think, it i think the difference is in that situation it was actively detrimental towards um you progressing in life you know <laughs> so you could physically feel those symptoms of what it was doing to you and mm -hmm. when we take it back to the situation that i was in when i could physically 
feel the symptoms of how it made me feel because I was ill and I, I couldn't do it. And for me to smoke made me feel like I literally, I couldn't breathe, you know? So I had no choice and I had to quit because it was detrimental to my way of life. So, you know, in those situations, you have no choice. If you're a wise person anyway, you have no choice but to, um, but to stop. But right now it doesn't, it's not actively giving me any physical symptoms or actively holding me back in life. And so I feel like that's probably why I still wouldn't want to quit. Like, mm-hmm. it's not something that um, I say, you know, sometimes at New Year's people say, okay, my New Year's resolution this year is to stop smoking. That's not something that I've done ever. I have never made that my New Year's resolution. There's no part of me that actively wants that. You want that cigarette. Um, I want the cigarette, but I, I'm, I'm an addictive person by nature, you know, and so even if I stopped smoking, I'd definitely substitute it for another addiction. There'd be something else that would take its place, you know. As a um, as a woman, would you say that um, discipline primarily is external? In in which sense? Would meaning mean by external. Meaning that somebody else would have to instill discipline in you. Like discipline um, is not a self is not a self instilled thing. Um, if you were to follow the leadership of a person who is not smoking and he um, and he had intentions on getting you to quit, um, do you think you would be able to do it that way? I I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it because my brain is already wired to. It's going to be. It has to be something that you accept. You know, so. If you don't accept it, I probably wouldn't even give the opportunity for someone to be around me and say, okay, I want you to stop smoking. Now that's interesting because, well, that's interesting because you didn't didn't say the same thing about shopping and luxury spending. So why is this different? Um, Because, okay, put it this way, with shopping and, you know, just spending in general, there are physical um, symptoms. I'll just put it that way. So when I go and I shop, I can physically see that when I check my bank balance, my bank balance has gone down, Uh right? I can see the physical symptom of what I've done. But with smoking, there is no physical symptom. Although there's, um, you know, information and this, that and the other out there that tells you you, you don't physically feel it. So it's almost easier to just put it off and say, okay, it's not an issue. Whereas if I was to, I can smoke 10 cigarettes a day and at the end of the day, I'm going to feel fine. If I was to go out shopping 10 times a day and empty my bank balance, well then guess what? I can't pay my rent. I can't, um, you know, pay my bills. I can't do this, that and the other. And so there are certain areas where I know that I have to rein things in and I have to have that self-discipline it's a must, you know, but then with smoking, it's not necessarily the same. So I think it it depends on um, literally what it is. So we can have self-discipline. If we're wise, we will have self-discipline, depending on the area that it's in. And I think those um, physical reminders are the things that kick it home for us that we need to have discipline. 10 cigarettes a day, um... Is that a lot, Zone? Like, yeah, that's a lot. 
Okay. I mean, on average, a person probably smoke like four or five a day. Four or five a day? Zone, do you smoke? I used to smoke. Why? How many did you use to smoke? About maybe three a day, four a day. Okay, I... so so you weren't a proper smoker then? Well, I There's smoke. There's people that smoke. <laughs> She's had a proper smoker. A box a day. Yeah, yeah but... not a proper one. He's just like, you know, a social smoker that might just like have a cigarette with like um, their colleagues on the work break or something like that. And then mm. maybe one at night before they go to bed. That's what? that's more what I call just a social smoker or not a proper smoker. I mean, I used to smoke as much as you, maybe like two to three packs a week, but I've been reducing it until the point I stopped smoking, but that's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> See, do you hear that? I'm defensive because I don't want to stop. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't, don't you dare say I smoke too much. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm being honest with y'all. It, it, y'all look pathetic sometimes, um, more than sometimes. Like when I see you, uh, when non-smokers see you at the job, and it's raining because you can't smoke you in the what? building, and y'all be outside yeah. in the rain. Which I hand over to Secret. I'm like, these mothers, that y'all that's pathetic. Exactly. That shit, they're out there that smoking. Shit is pathetic. It's so funny. Yeah, it's it's funny to me. Like, I'll be in the car looking like these fools really need to puff that cigarette, don't they? It's raining on their head and shit, and they just outside with it. It's like, wow, yeah, you've got, so got to get your nicotine fix. And you know what? I get it because before I used to smoke, I used to look at people and they used to be like, I wonder why you smoke. Like, I really don't get it. Why would you want to do that? Because I used to think it looks really um, sort of tacky and almost disgusting, right? But then yeah, I started smoking and now I'm just, you know, I'm I'm that person outside in the rain, sort of just trying to get underneath a little bit of shelter so I can have a cigarette in peace. With other you know? smokers, with other smokers trying to share the same. <laughs> That's yeah, how you... like we were just huddled together in a little like penguin group and just... <laughs> That's when each other lighters and shit. That that's how y'all are. Oh, so when I um so so I left my badge, uh not at this job, this is years ago, um in my twenties. I left my badge um uh to my job uh on my desk, right? So I walk out and there's a smoker there and I say, um, uh, can you buzz me in or something, right? She put her cigarette on the ground. And then, um, and then went to the door, buzzed me because you got to be twenty feet away from the door. Um, okay. And then she, then she went to the here in California. And then she went to the door, buzzed me in, and then she went back and picked her cigarette back up and smoked it. No, that's nasty. Like well, yeah. it is. Certain times, I'll I'll go into my box and I drop a cigarette, mm -hmm. and certain people would happily just pick it up off the floor and light it and smoke it. But then mm -hmm. I'm like. I'm a bit of a germaphobe, right? So I'm like, okay, my cigarette hit the floor. People's feet are on the floor. People spit on the floor. Dogs wee on the floor. Dogs poo on the floor. There's no way that's going back in my mouth. I leave it there and I just hope that Tramp finds it and they can, you know, have a happy day. Like, oh, I found a cigarette sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way I look at it in my brain. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick it up or I wouldn't pit on the floor and then smoke it. But what I will do is um, if I go and smoke outside in my garden, right and i need to pop inside i've got a little ledge and i'll just mm -hmm. quickly peer on the ledge and then i go inside quickly do what i have to do and then come back out and pick it up so that i would do but i wouldn't take it from the floor no well i maybe she did do that 
I and and because I'm a non-smoker, it's just like look like some shit that they picked up off the ground. But maybe she put it on the curb corner or something like that to to give her credit. Oh no, not even on the curb. The curb is still the floor. Like when I say a ledge, it's literally coming off the wall at the side of my house. Like it's high up. It's almost at my head height, you know. So it's not anywhere near the floor. Even if it goes on the curb, to me, the curb is still the floor. So no, I'm not. I'm well, not I mean, I mean, like the corner. But... So 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 there's a sidewalk. Um, and then there's the street and there's like a ledge between the sidewalk and the street. So she could have had like the mouth part on the ledge. I can say this story was years ago, but to me, it was just like you just pick something off the ground and put it in your mouth. But maybe she kept like the mouth, the butt off the ground itself. I don't know. But it it, it was weird. And, the um, and then it was, day, huh? yeah. And then at the, at the same <laughs> job, at the same job. Right. Um. I, I went out on a date. Um, I don't know. Maybe it went well. Maybe it didn't. But um, but the the chick left um, her cigarettes in the car. It's like maybe like half a box or something like that, right? So I went up to one of the like real high ups, one of the directors or some shit, and I said to him, I said, um, I noticed that you smoke. I had some company, um, and she left this in the car. You you want it? And he was like, Yeah, but he was like extremely happy. He was like extremely <laughs> happy. Like I just gave him permission to fuck my mom or something. Like he just was <laughs> like ridiculously. He was like, he was like, thanks, game changer. It's like, God Three damn, cigarettes, bro. Yeah, but it's like this is just like a half a thing of cigarette. It was weird. You know it's what, like though? go go they, for it. They can be they can be expensive, right? So I don't know how. No, much but he was. But he was a high earning person. Well, I used to but I used to work then, at a gas station. It's still, it's still kind of expensive, you know. <laughs> even yeah. if you're rich, you still notice the amount that you're spending compared to other things. You still amount uh, um, notice the amount that you're spending. So when I buy it, it's like thirteen pounds a box, right? So that all God sort damn. Of adds up. Wait, how, then, many, how many in a box? How many cartons? In, 20, or how many? Twenty cigarettes in a box. Oh, she's talking about the regular uh, box, not the like the whole carton with twenty packs inside. I mean, uh, oh no, no, not the sleeve, not the sleeve. But you said twenty six pounds a box. No, thirteen pounds a box. God damn! So that's that's twenty dollars. That's twenty dollars. Y'all spent twenty dollars a box. Yeah, it's expensive. When I first started smoking, it didn't cost that much, but every year. The price um, it goes up, you know. When I first started smoking, it was about I think like four pounds for a ten box, so it would have been like eight pounds for twenty. But now it's thirteen, so it goes up all the time. But what I do is, um, my uncle is always back and forth to Italy, like he's got his business over mm-hmm. there, so he's literally always back and forth. And so what he does is, he when he's coming through duty free, he always buys me a sleeve. And so that way, like, he just gives it to me for free, right? But it saves me a lot of money in that um, I don't have to to buy cigarettes. And he gets it for really cheap. So in other countries in Europe, it's a lot cheaper. He gets it for cheap. And what he does is whenever he goes to the shop, he knows that I smoke. So whenever he goes to get petrol or anything like that, he buys me boxes. And then when I see him, he's got like, <laughs> literally, I'm not kidding, like 40, 50 boxes of cigarettes to to give me. And then I've just got them um, in the cupboard in my house downstairs. And when I'm ready, I just, you know, put a pack in my bag if I know I'm going out for the night. 
just say like I'm going to a bar or something then I'd stick a few packs in my bag just like I know I've got a lot of cigarettes and things like that so a guy would be better off like if a guy sees you in a bar he could just approach you and instead of buying you a drink just pull out a pack of cigarettes Like, honestly, you do you know what? You know, in bars, like, cigarettes can honestly be more bonding experiences because you're both out there and that's you can't smoke in the club, obviously. So you have to go to the little outside section, right? But they make it nice. They cover it up a bit. They've got heaters and whatnot out there. And so you're just sitting out there and you're just having a cigarette talking to different people. Like, you'd be surprised how friendly the smokers area is in the club. And then when you get back inside, the women are all like, you know, heads up and noses up in the air and a bit snooty. But then in the smokers um, area, it's quite, quite friendly. You find it's an equalizer. Conversations. It's Almost, e- yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an equalizer. It's like, you know, yeah, I'm beautiful. You're average. But we both come together and smoke under under <laughs> a, under an awning, you know. So I, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a leveler. I don't I don't smoke, so I guess I miss out on that opportunity, you know. But I don't. My lungs are white, though. So, <laughs> right, what can I what can I say? What can I say? Man, that is um, that is a trip. So yeah, that's... what's that noise? Oh, is, is that you getting a cigarette? No, I was I was going into like a bag and I got a drink out of the bag. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a plastic carrier bag. Yeah, okay. grocery bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um Beth said if you're likable if if you're likable, you don't well, I mean you can still be likable, she just um so so they're borderline but there's borderline situations. Um, she's not going to, if you're grotesque, um, then you're not in a borderline situation and no drink, smoke or anything you do will, will get you there. Change however, yeah. yeah. However, if you're in a borderline situation, uh, cause I've been in this, I've been in borderline situations and, um, and, but I don't smoke. So I know when and where I lose out on, but it's not really cigarettes, it's marijuana, um, that I lose out on, on the borderline situations, but you know, it's, it's a loss. Um. In that regard, but you know, I don't know if that really means the person is unlikable um, at that point. So um, I wanted to talk yeah, to you. I, more. Go for it. Oh no, sorry. I was just going to say I do, I do get what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, a lot of the times, and when I say you can, you can get a woman without having to pay anything or without having to you know guys like oh you have to pay for dates and you have to buy her this and you have to buy her that mm-hmm. well then she's not really that into you and you're buying her being into you you're mm-hmm. paying for that but then she still doesn't like you she likes what you do for her whereas if a woman genuinely likes you she'd put up with the bare minimum just to be around you because that genuine connection and that genuine um you know, feeling of wanting to be with you is enough. You don't have to sort of supplement that with anything else. I agree, um, but this is different. <coughs> like drink and smoke, and I don't buy either because I don't, I don't do either. But um, drink and smoke, I feel is different simply because, um, like you said, it's the bonding experience um, combined with you at least get that amount of time to work your magic. 
Um, these are simply icebreakers. These aren't, you know, a yeah. person trying to impress um, with extravagant um, um, with extravagant uh, dates. Now, I will say this, and this is a sad story. And Zone, this is this this was your people. Um, so my cousin had a roommate, right? Uh, uh, well, this was an Asian guy. Um, my cousin had a roommate, right? Now, this chick, she has the exact same birth date as me. Um, the years are just different. And, um, sorry. Um, yeah. Kinder. What, what, what star sign are you? Um, you mean, um, I'm a Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. So she, um, she has the exact same birth date as me, right? And, um, my cousin was telling this story about how she spent her birthday. I forget what I did that same day, but she was telling me how she spent her birthday and it was more exciting than mine because what she did was, well, because she's an attractive woman and of course their birthdays are going to be more, you know, more excited than the typical guys, um, unless the guy is rich or something. Um, and I'm not. So, um, so what she did was a guy you know, took her out, um, all this stuff. And then he finished it off with a hot air balloon ride. Right. And I was like, dang, he really went all out to impress her. And I asked my cousin because they're roommates. Did he fuck? And she's this Asian dude. And she said, no. And I was thinking like, damn, I would, he could have took me on a balloon ride. I would have not fucked him. <laughs> it's, it's what I was is what I was thinking, but like the whole scenario is fucked up. Like, you know, like he he went above and be, and beyond, you know, um to really just, you know, get her knickers or whatnot to no avail. <laughs> and that's the thing, it's like you can throw all the material things that you want at a person, but if they're not into you, the material stuff is not going to change that. You know, and that's what I try to highlight to a lot of people. And I say that you're going wrong if you're trying to impress a woman by what you can do for her. Because true. And and I get it. As a guy, you want to show that you're a provider, you've got um assets, you've got money, this, that, the other, right? I get that. But what happens when you lead with those things is that you attract gold diggers, you know, and like I say it to guys plenty of times that you shouldn't do that and I'm sure other women do the same thing and which is why I wrote that comment um earlier that although it might be slightly immoral I can understand why gold diggers do what they do I can understand it because certain people make it so easy that it's like why wouldn't they capitalize on that opportunity if you're a person that doesn't hold yourself to high standards then you're going to be like, what? This guy wants to do this, that, and the other for me? Okay, I'm going to take it. And at the end of the day, I'm still not going to sleep with you. What can you do about it? Nothing. Yeah, he, the best he could do is learn from it. Um, and it, that's... I, I, I think that even though y'all don't, I do think that there should be a moral code amongst women to... And there used to be. There used to be there, there. There was a time, I'm sure, when women would deny a drink, and I noticed because from like the black and white movie days, like, um, like the guy, the women would smoke in the bar with a a, a stick. 
that she put her cigarette into, like those long black stem things, like Marilyn Monroe. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And he would walk up to her and and they wore like damn near tuxedos when they went to like regular bars and offer to buy her a drink. Um, and if she would say no, then that would mean a clear that she's not interested in you. But that's fine because you didn't buy the drink. But now they they take the drink. That's what I do, right? So if you offer to buy me a drink and I tell you no, that's basically me politely indicating to you that I'm not interested, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a polite rejection, basically. And no one's losing. You're not having to buy me things. You're not having to do any of that. It just, you go on your way and I go about my way and that's it. So I still personally, I live by that code, but mm-hmm. not everyone does. And I think it's like you said, it, it serves as a learning experience four guys who ultimately in the end they're going to realize that you know I shouldn't be too flashy and I shouldn't try to lead with my wallet or what I can do for a woman let me ask you this should she have given him a hand job or something so he can and this is just so he will buy another woman a balloon right just so she could keep the balloon rides going for the next chick. <laughs> no. I say no. <laughs> no, because do you, do you know what he's going to do in his, in his head? He's going to equate the hand job to the balloon ride and think, oh, okay, because I bought, um, because I got this balloon ride, I got a hand job. And so next time I need to go a few steps further and I'm going to get the knickers, you know? That's how it works in men's heads. So she'd be doing him even more for disservice if she gave him the hand job. So private jet, and then he's like, okay, it's time for knickers. Yeah, that's what he's going to be thinking in his head. He's like, okay, I'm one step further. Next time I've got up the ante, you know, I'm going to buy her some really expensive jewelry and, you know, take her on holiday in a private jet. And that way I'm definitely going to get in, you know, I'm going to get the knickers. And that's okay. the sort of mindset he's gonna get from it. Okay, cause cause um white dudes laugh at me um at work and shit. Um um when I tell them about my dates, because I'm a frugal person. Um and I'll mention something like when I tell the stories uh, to you, just like them, I always say like, it's like IHOP or Outback or something like that. I can afford better, but I don't because it's it's just food. Um and I make I make what they make and shit like that, and, and they laugh and shit. And they like, you know, oh, how come you don't take her to Ruth Chris or anything like that? It's like, what the fuck? No. But they do that. They do that. So they don't know what's going through y'all's mind when, when they do that, do they? Do you know what? It's it's because, okay, it's part of me, there's a double standard, right? Because if I met a guy, just say, okay, we're, we're, we're going on our first date and you take me to, I don't know what IHOP is or it's a it's a house of stuff. pancakes it's, it's just like a it's a place where you could get a, a somewhat decent meal for about 20 bucks um at the most to, per person um, equivalent to like a burger king or something no no it's above a burger king a burger king is, is maybe like nando's? seven dollars uh, we do don't have, a nando's. have nando's we, do you know no, what nando's no, is uh-uh. okay no this is a sit down like... this is a low-end sit-down restaurant that specializes that's in pancakes. That's sort of what Nando's is. Yeah, yeah. You so that's, of, that's what these get, are. Like, yeah. 
Portuguese food for like ten pounds a head, right? Yeah. And so yeah, it's, it's like a Nando's then. Yeah. It's slightly above the McDonald's and the Burger Kings, but it's not quite a nice restaurant. But if someone took me there for my first date, I'd be pretty offended. Mm-hmm. As you should be. I'd, and I'd, that combined with I'm an offensive person, so it it wouldn't work <laughs> out. But but I mean. <laughs> However, it's a lose lose, Jessica, because if they what? did the it's... hot air balloon ride, then you know, you you would be like, you know, oh, you know, he's not getting no hand job, you know, because then he'll, you know, so it's a lose lose in that regard. So I'm like, look, if it's a lose lose, I might as well go to IHOP or Nando's. No, that's how I look why? at it because it's not about the money per se, right? It's mm-hmm. about the effort that has gone into it. Right. So if you're a rich guy and you take me on a hot air balloon ride, I'm going to be equally unimpressed because it's no effort. The money is nothing to you. And if you take me to Nando's, I'm going to be unimpressed. But you could spend less than you would have at Nando's. And it's like, okay, I was talking to Ty City one time and he said, oh, he takes women for chicken strips. Right. That was where the Uh whole chicken strips thing came from. And he said he takes them for chicken strips. And I disagreed with him. And they're like, oh, because you want someone to spend a lot of money. And I'm like, no, it's the effort, right? So you could go and spend £10. You could go literally to your supermarket and get some strawberries and champagne and some finger food. And we could go for a picnic and sit down and really get to know each other, right? And you don't have to spend Uh a lot of money to do that. But it shows to me that you're thinking about ideas of what to do it indicates to me that you're putting in effort and effort indicates that you care about um my perception of you and so to me i'm gonna be more um what's the word i'm gonna gravitate towards you more should i just say i'm gonna gravitate to you more if i can see that you're putting in effort if i can see that you're making an effort that's that's what i appreciate it's not necessarily monetary or materialistic it's just effort now i do do that and you got to admit a hot air balloon uh ride is both money and effort um but not really i I don't don't, i'm biased i don't like heights so i'm gonna be like no way i wouldn't even get in it well okay but um i do agree with the effort portion and i do do effort dates uh when i know the chick but really and i don't know if this classifies i start with coffee um generally speaking and that's for the chicks i don't even know uh what would tickle her fancy enough to you know um be considered a entertaining fun date our first date but then there's there's other ones like community theater and shit like that so i know what you mean but um yeah but but first i got to get to know her so i start with things like coffee and and every now and again, if I'm hungry anyway, that's when the I have thing in. But see, uh, is but see, these aren't like the actual date. These are like the pre-dates. These are the pre-dates until to get to know what would be a proper date. Um, however, yeah. however, I'm talking about um, as a pre-date the the you know um, $180 steak places. See, I don't think that yeah. that's that that's sound because you know this is not some this is not something that's tailored to her and you you know, um, at all. So, you know, it's not like you discovered that she liked basketball and you took her to, you know, a, um, a Warriors game or something like that. This is not something that's tailored to the both of you. This is something that's 
that you're going to get to know her so you can find out what the two of you like and have in common. So, um, and I think that that's too much money. Now I'm a frugal dude and they laugh at the whole IHOP concept, but it's an equal failure. It's just that I fail with more money. Or I fail spending I, I, less I, money I, and saving more money. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And it makes sense, you know, because I think like technically sort of similar to you, the first date that I went on with my ex was just to go and get a drink. Yeah. But it was, I'd already sort of known him before that. So we'd already got to know each other. But that was our first almost like one-on-one getting to know each other, you know. So we'd always um, been around each other in a social circle because he used to live above um, my best friend's boyfriend. And so he would come down and we'd all just be in a group, just sort of chilling out together and things like that. Uh And then he was just like, okay, do you want to go and grab a drink? And we did. And that was almost like our first sort of date. Not like a date date, but almost as you described it, a pre-date. You know, so it's it's a a getting to know you. It's a it's a meet and greet. That's what it is. It's a meet and greet. And I don't think that I think that over extravagance um, is disruptive to a meet and greet. And sometimes it's just, you know, I remember one of the worst dates ever. Um, um, And this chick was also African, but she was Nigerian. And um, and we was at um, we've seen that movie Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. And that was a long ass movie to the point where afterwards we just wanted to both just go home and go to sleep. So it, it was just a real ruiner, <laughs> you know, it's like three, four hours long. It was just like long and shitty and stupid and <laughs> like Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. Well, was Pearl Harbor? I know Pearl Harbor was bad, but was it long too? Yeah, it was long. It was roughly like four hours long. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So yeah, like something like that can kill it. So like creating, creating, no matter how much money is spent, creating an improper circumstance, um, is is is, is going to kill a date. Yes, yeah, is yeah. definitely detrimental. Yeah, and I think a lot of guys don't have personalities. And I think the thing is, when you do something like cinema, and it uh-huh. is about it's about environment, and in the cinema you can't talk you can't get to know each other. You're literally just sitting there next to each other for the entirety of the movie. And then, you know, it sort of ends and then you're both a bit bored, you're both a bit tired and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go home now. And it's almost no. like, what was the point of the date? You didn't get to know each other, you didn't get to speak. There's no, no there's not that much advancement. No, let me correct you, Jessica. See, here's, here's how it works. Well, here's how it works. Okay. It's dinner and a movie. So, or a movie and dinner. Now, what you do is the movie is a ice-breaking um, um, subject matter for dinner later. So if you find that there is a lull in the conversation, you know, then you can refer to the movie and, you know, so what did you think of the movie? And then you stem from there. It's a subject matter that, you know, you both can have something to talk about um, initially. It's an icebreaker um, to the date itself. Because you know, I think dinner should come before the movie. Oh no, 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 never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. because no, the point, the point it, of the right? movie, the, the point of the movie is the icebreaker. Yeah, you know? but you go for the you go for the movie, right? And you're both sitting there eating snacks. One, you're gonna be, I'm gonna be full up by the time. 
no snacks. Well, she could get her own. I, I don't buy. I, I don't buy movie, movie snacks without snacks. I don't know, but I don't, I'm not going to buy. That's, the markup is way too high. It's not a matter of the cost. No, it's a matter of the markup. Do? You get her to sneak the snacks in inside her bag. So you go. Well, do you guys have like a pound shop? Do well, you have I'm a pound thinking. Shop? No, no, but I mean, no, I mean, no, I could go and get some M&Ms and stuff and that's fine, but that's not, I, I don't consider that like, like I'm talking about popcorn, no popcorn for you. And that's harder to sneak in. No popcorn for you. You get while popcorn we eat. in the pound shop. I think you guys have well, got like a dollar store or something. Yeah, well, they don't. It's like the they, equivalent well, of your dollar store. No, but they don't have like already popped popcorn. We have like microwave unpopped kernels and shit. But okay, it's, we it's, do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's harder to it's harder to sneak in because popcorn is fluffy and big, so you know, and and I don't really want pocket popcorn. But um, <laughs> but no, actually, I used to do this. I shit you not, um, uh, to give you an idea how frugal I am, um, I used to do this. So I bought some popcorn one time, right, and it came in a bag with free refills, and um, I would fold the bag up and put it in my pocket, and next time I went, I would get some more popcorn. Like I just kept free refill in the same bag. In fact, I probably still got it, but they but they changed the buckets. But um, I used to do that all the time. Well, cinemas are expensive, so I get why people sort of cheat the system. Like I don't pay full price for cinema snacks because mm-hmm. I can go I can go to the shop and get um like the M and M's for a pound, the popcorn for a pound, and then when I go into the cinema, it's like seven pounds for some popcorn. And the M&Ms are like five pounds. So I'm like, listen, it's not that much, but I'm not an idiot either. I'm not going to pay like seven times the amount that I should pay for some popcorn. <laughs> like it's it's not happening. So yeah, let, I, I keep the system. Let me ask you this. If you <laughs> were on a one. date, if you, if you were on a date, right, with a guy and he told you, to wait on the side you're bogging on the movie would you do it i i didn't quite catch that you bogged for a second okay so um he told you to wait outside while he um goes into a movie theater and he'll let you in through the side entrance would you do that <laughs> Would he lose points? Would he lose points? I'm not talking about when you're young. I'm talking about I'm talking about right now. uh, Expired pussy. Would you do it? (laughs) He he, he's at the same age. No. Why not? Because I have too much pride to get caught sneaking into the cinema through the back door (laughs) and getting dragged out through the normal way in front of everyone by the security. (laughs) Like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like hooligan. Or I'm poor and I've tried to sneak into the cinema. I'm very prideful, so that would be the first thing in my mind. I'm not going to have that, you know. <laughs> uh, I did do that when I was younger. Um, I also when I was younger, I probably would have though. And and also, sometimes I just walked in uh, when I was younger. Like, what the fuck they gonna do? Like they teenagers, like I'm teenager. What the fuck they gonna do? Like they 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 gonna beat me up? Like the person, like they're they're either mentally or physically challenged, or or just just teenagers like me. What, what you gonna do? I'm, I'm walking in, say something. And I used to do I used to do that on dates, on dates. And I think 
being younger, you're just a bit more rebellious, right? You know, you and don't poor. Really think of consequences as much, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, okay, let's just do it. And if you get caught, you'd probably just end up laughing your heads off and walking out with each other. But as I am today, no, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I know what else I used to do um, when I was young, um, and I never got caught. I used to steal condoms. I used to steal condoms um, because, and it wasn't the cost, um, even though it's it's costly. Um, it was, I I I I was embarrassed buying them. I was so embarrassed um, buying them in front of the clerk um, or whoever's in line that I would steal them um, all the time. And uh, <laughs> but it's something y'all do now for the for the reason that you mentioned, and that's because if you get caught. You that dude, and you're dragged <laughs> out, and everybody's like, you know, this 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 guy is still in condoms. Like that's, you know, which is more embarrassing, especially as a grown man. A, you, you're a grown ass man still in condoms in a sweater vest. Like that's that's exactly. that's that's humiliating. <laughs> you have to weigh up the level of embarrassment and see which one you know which one you'd rather take. <laughs> and I, I I'm with you. I'd rather take having to buy the condoms. Versus being the guy that's stealing condoms and getting dragged out by security. So and no, then very banned from the store. Very good point. Um, very good point. So actually, Artifact they do have free condoms pretty much, and and they have them in a the barbershop, too. Uh, the problem is, is that, and this is this isn't this isn't humble bragging or anything like that, but I have a brand that I'm comfortable with, um, which is Magnums, and those aren't free. They're not free. So, you know, um, but yeah, I can get um, I can get the regular ones for free, but I don't I don't want those. They 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 they, they it's, it's not a pleasurable experience for me. So um, so I was still Magnums. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the free ones and then you've still got the ones in the shop that you can pay for. Exactly. So here it's all it's all free, though. All contraception is free. No. So, okay. Even when they do healthcare related is free. Well, I mean, even, even when they do see, you don't understand kind of, even when they do, <laughs> right. Um, cause, cause they have it at my barbershop at my barbershop right now. They have them for free and I still buy my own. Um, because even when they have, have the Magnums, people are going to take those first. Like no matter what, you're going to get the last pickings some, and, and they don't regulate. People will just go in there and just grab all the magnums. It's it's like the um it's like when you have a candy dish, and and there's always like a preferred candy. Exactly, whatever is left. Like if somebody leave out donuts at the job, you like the last shit is gonna be like the powdered glaze or some shit like that. Like that's what's gonna be left in the box if you come to work late. You know, let's be clear. So yeah, if. I- if, I, if if I'm near like the day the the condom box open, then yeah, it'll probably be some atoms in there. But uh, but generally speaking, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rely on that. I'm not gonna rely on you know being on a barbershop the right day to get the proper condom. No, I just buy them now. But no, um, generally speaking, um, they are free. But even um, when I was a kid, I, I probably wouldn't even take it out the barbershop though because it wasn't a matter of the cost. It was just the embarrassment of receiving it. The embarrassment of receiving it. You know. Cause I had an image, I had a, I had a, I had an image and appearance of innocence, um, and and shit like that, and it it looked worse when I, I was doing it.
What are you going to say? Because <laughs> you're going to walk into the barber and they're going to be like, oh, you're finally getting some, some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to start blushing and, yeah. You're like, run! <laughs> Let me, exactly, and then the embarrassment comes. <laughs> no, but I, I was like that at a young age, I think, as well. Like, if it came to anything sort of sexual, I'd just giggle. I'd just giggle and laugh because it was like, to me, it was really embarrassing. Even through like sex education at school, I just giggled the whole time, literally. I just giggled and giggled. And everyone else was just, there was there were a few other gigglers actually, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't the only one. Mm -hmm. But the majority of people were sort of getting into the tasks, but I was just there giggling and like getting red in the face. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think it just depends, everyone's a bit different. But yeah, I was I was that child. I was the giggler. Like any time they'd say penis, and I'd be like, <laughs> vagina. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I appreciate for for one, we had like a ridiculously attractive um um sex, and not really. She wasn't a sex ed teacher, but she, her she was tasked with going to elementary schools and uh, teaching kids about this. Um. And she was exceptionally attractive. I'll, I'll never forget it. And it, it was really, it was really awkward um, that. Uh, and, well, um, go for it. Oh no, you're uh, kind of blank, so we didn't hear you. <laughs> oh no, no, I said um, it was awkward being a young man with a heart on, going through this, um, like like listening through sex ed, you know. She's talking about hard-ons while while um, you have a hard-on because she was an attractive woman. Uh, she was an attractive older woman. Um, but one thing I will take from sex ed that I enjoyed was that um, learning that everybody masturbate because because boys were lying. Boys were lying, and they were making fun of um, other other uh, little boys for masturbating. But then it turns out that everybody do it. So, you know. I felt more comfortable. I mean, they yeah. still kept lying, but you know, I I did feel I did feel like a vindication, like you know, okay, I'm not the only one that that like like to do it. And I like <laughs> I like to do it a lot, yeah. And at, at that age, <laughs> yeah. But would would the te the teacher being attractive makes it harder, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a distraction. It was like kind of awkward because we were talking about that. Okay, yeah. You know, I I'd think the same. I'd prefer if it was an ugly guy or even a woman. But not an attractive guy, because then I'd just feel even more embarrassed. I'd prefer it if he was like butt ugly, and then you know, exactly, it'd be a bit more comfortable. There's a lot of places that attractive women don't belong, and I'd be telling them this shit too. Um, especially when I was younger, um, um, I would tell them how uncomfortable they made me feel. I don't want you at the bank because. I am going to go in the bank to withdraw $5. And if I get overdrafted or you say I don't have sufficient funds because I'm 17 and I got $4.85 in the bank, <laughs> I would rather an ugly person tell me that shit. I would much rather. <laughs> like, I, I, I would much rather that. I, I would much rather the gas station clerk who I go to put $5 into the tank be unattractive. Um, I want my phlebotomist 
to be unattractive. I want my phlebotomist to be unattractive um, at all times um, because I might, I don't want to be burdened with the, with the task of masculine imagery. If I want to cry like a bitch because <laughs> you put a needle in me, I should be able to comfortably do so without having to worry about the presence of an attractive woman. I do not want um, an attractive dental hygienist. I don't want your sexy, and they do that shit on purpose. They put their titties on your, on your head on purpose because I had one that, do, that, that did that. They, no, they do. They do. That's not an accident. That's not an accident that you just that you just spend all day with your titties hanging over men's head. You know what the fuck you doing. Let's not let's not let's not stop pretending. You know what the fuck you doing. You come in with all unbuttoned and shit hanging your tits over 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 my head while while you're in my mouth and shit like that. There is certain things going on in my mouth. Not I'm not saying I cry zero hate. I'm just saying what if I wanted to? I, I, I want to feel comfortable. What if I want to squeam a little bit? That's 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 my point. I don't want to just sit there like I'm a fucking hell's angels getting attacked two in prison. I don't want to do that shit, <laughs> I, which which I do because of, there's an attractive woman. But I should have the I should feel comfortable saying. That's what I'm saying. Damn it. Anyway, for some uh, for some reason, the person being attractive just compounds the embarrassment. I don't know why, but it just it makes it even worse. I think exactly. we hold them in higher regard. And so it just makes the embarrassment more severe. Because <laughs> I'm exactly. the same. Yeah. And what if you get a hard on? What if you get a hard on while on the dentist chair and there's nothing you could do about it? Like, like she's you know like what? all in your mouth and shit like that. In, and then in she just finds, what if she finds something nasty? What if, what if she finds something nasty? She's like, you know, oh, I see you had steak. Um, I see you had steak this morning. Actually, I, I had it two days ago. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just been in there. <laughs> It's just been in there. I would rather the ugliest bitch alive tell me that. Do you know what? For me, it's not even a gender thing. Mm -hmm. Like, when it comes to maybe sexual things, it would be a gender thing. But when it's non-sexual, then it's not gender specific. You know, like, if I go to, to the bank and I'm declined, it could be an, um, an attractive man or an attractive woman, and I'd still feel, like, more embarrassment. Because oh, I don't if care. she was ugly, if, if it's a, you if know. It's a handsome dude, I don't care. <laughs> I care because if she was ugly, then I could walk away with some bit of pride and still be like, "Well, I still look better than you," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my god! And turn around and walk out. But if she's pretty, <laughs> then I'm going to be like, "Oh shit," you know. I I don't really have that one up, so my pride is still more hurt. Oh, true. Weird, weird, but that's how my mind works. I never even thought like that. <laughs> Vision, what's on your mind, brother? His phone's probably going to die. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Is um, he speaking? Oh, do you no, want me to speak? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. What's on your mind? Hello? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Vision, you can hear me. No, Jessica's coming back. She just goes out and come back in when new people come. Um, oh, uh, am I uh, echoing? I got a no, new. No, uh, you, no, you're fine. You're fine, brother. Okay, so what? It was a headphones then. Yeah, I had cheap. I had cheap headphones. I, plus, I have a B1 phone, so it's gonna die in five minutes. I can't. It takes me like two hours to charge it. Damn. Yeah. Do you it, live it, in the uh, state? 
Me, no, I live up in Canada. I live in Canada. I live in Hamilton, Ontario. It's about uh, four or five minutes from four or five minutes from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Hey, what up, Zone? I'm not sl- I'm not slurring my words yet, so I haven't gotten drunk yet. <laughs> well, you were typing some random shit. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just messing. No, you, you like you're. There's a joke about you, right? Like you're, 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 you're all the platforms we go to. You're always there. So when we go to like DJ Kuda. You're there. When we go to uh, even uh, the Black Brain Trust, you're there. Even on MLT, I think, you, you know, I see you there. So, like, everywhere we go, we see you. So, it's like, an, you know, and then me and Gabe A were joking about him being an algorithm because everywhere I go, I, I also find him. It was just it was a little bit of an inside joke. That's all. Okay. Silly. Yeah. I only, like, go on, like, five different Black Manosphere YouTube channels. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And uh, so... Same taste in YouTube. Yeah, but I think Jessica's gone for real. Oh, no, here she is. Because she, she leaves and comes back. And you are echoing a little bit still, um, Vision. Oh, oh. All right. But what did you – but it's tolerable now. Um, so go ahead and say your piece because I know your phone's uh, running out. I think it's the oh, – Yeah, I, 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 had, I had two points to make. Uh, first of all, hello, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I had two points Happy to birthday. make. One, two – yeah, yeah. One to you, um, game changer, and uh, one to Jessica as well. Uh, happy birthday, Jessica! Uh, Jessica, you. you're welcome. I remember the other day um, when you were talking about your dad, and you were talking about arranged marriage, and how he took you to your country, and then you weren't prepared, and you didn't tell him about uh, uh, that you had a boyfriend. But then uh, your dad, uh, when you refused the arranged marriage, your dad, ref- your dad was okay with that, and he came back. Like, see, I don't know your dad and I don't know you, but like my father was westernized. So like if they were ordered to, sometimes they'll get an order, you know, come bring this child here to do this and that. Because so, they're westernized, sometimes they'll kind of loosen up on the ideals. And I feel like because your dad was married to an Italian woman, he, he, he would be hypocritical to say, oh, no, you have to marry this. Because I'm thinking that he was also ordered to marry a Nigerian woman, but he was like, no, I want to be with this woman. But. I'm just reaching. That's just something I thought about. Um, do you want to respond? Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know if my dad was um, forced to marry an African woman. I don't even know if any of his brothers or sisters, because my dad comes from a big family, right? So he's got like nine brothers and sisters. And as far as I know, none of their marriages were arranged or anything like that. I think... Um, what made him comfortable with me not going through it is once he found out what my ex's family did, what my ex's father did, did for a living. And so I feel like part of the reason of him doing the whole arranged marriage thing was not necessarily through tradition, but more so through um, trying to provide me with security. And so once he knew that I could find that same security through another person, it made him more okay with the idea of me, you know, not doing it. I could see that. So so the marriage so an arranged marriage is like a failsafe if the standard means doesn't work. I could see that. Uh, that sure, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's a good thing, you know, like, I mean, I wouldn't want my daughter to, you know, um, be single just because she's in a series of unfortunate events or she just lives in a place that doesn't really have the quality um, of men that she she require. I would take action. Definitely. If And if I lived in a culture that allows such things, then all the better. 
Yeah, and I think so. And I think, um, like I said, my brother, or my, my older brother, my older sister, he didn't recommend that for them. But I do know that when my sister was younger, she was like, she had a bad choice in guys. Uh-huh. So maybe he thought when it came to me, he'd try and eliminate that whole situation and just set something up. And I think at the same time, I was the most docile out of all of us. So he thought if there's anyone that would go along with it, it's going to be me sort of thing. Because I was always, I was like the the well-behaved one out of all of us. So what would your, what would your sister say on uh, Taz's panel if they were in that situation, if you're the most (laughs) well-behaved? No, she's not, um, she's not badly behaved like that, you know, like she's going to start dropping F-bombs and you know, all that sort of stuff. But she was just, um, how could I say it? Like, okay, I started smoking when I was like 17, 18. Uh But she was one of those people that were smoking sort of around the back of the school at 14. You know, so um, Uh at that age, she had a boyfriend already. Yeah, she was was more rebellious. Whereas my rebellious age came later. And it was as hers. Zone of vision. Quick, uh, quick question. Quick question. If you convinced a girl to stop smoking, and then she got fat, would you leave her? Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was your action, the cigarette was basically like the the fail safe. The cigarette was giving keeping her body in shape, and then you convinced her to give it up, and then you would just leave her fat and cigaretteless. Is what you're saying? Well, yeah, of course. Because, like, what, what, how the hell do you get fat just from stop smoking cigarette? Like, is there something wrong with you? Do you need help? Like, I thought, cigarettes, I thought cigarettes keep people slim because they're. I, they're, I, I put on weight when I stopped smoking. I did. I put on a bit of weight. So, yeah. So, just no. gonna blow up the moment she stops smoking. Well, she it's because she has it's the addiction part where you gotta put something in your mouth instead of putting cigarettes in her mouth. She put food, and that's why she gained weight. Can I say something? Uh, a game changer. Yeah, go for it. If she gets fat, that means she's not being totally submissive. <laughs> I'll force her to the gym, but I don't know, man. If I get with her and uh, and she was skinny. And she, st- I made her stop smoking, and then she got fat. There's a bit of loyalty. I'm still got a little bit of simping in me still that I gotta beat out. So I don't know how to be in that situation, but that's my best answer right now. Yeah, I, I mean, because and, and I'm closer with you, Vision, on that because you're responsible. If a person obeys your command, then you're responsible for your commands. And you know, in that scenario, you have somebody who followed your lead and you led them into a direction that's not really pleasing to you. So you, I, I, I would just take the L on that one. I mean, now I would, of course, work to see that she, she, you know, she gets back in shape through healthy means. But, you know. And if I were her, if I, were her I would get back in shape because now yeah. I'm going to start looking elsewhere, right? And you don't want to do that. Especially if you're with someone that's not, you know, is not a player, you know, he doesn't. But if other girls are starting to look better than you and I have options, because, again, if you, depending on how, what your bank account looks like. And you like to say, you know, anyway, uh, I was, I was going to say jaw on niggas, too. But I'm just going to say, depending on how, what your bank account is, you have a lot more options. You know, look at Jay Bezos, right? Like, look at, you know, 
See? And don't forget Jay-Z and Beyonce as well, right? There was no need for Jay-Z to cheat on Beyonce, but yet he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's an extraordinarily accomplished person, so, you know, it, it happens. But, um... And so, to yeah. Back, go for to it. Back, yes, I am on YouTube on my birthday. <laughs> I don't see the problem with that, personally. It's like, it's midnight. I've gone for dinner. I've had my presents. What else am I meant to be doing? Like, I can't throw a party on a Thursday night when most people have work the next day. I'm going out to celebrate on Saturday. And that's enough for me. Yeah. So, so right just... now it's a regular Thursday and then on the weekend you, you turn yeah, up. Yeah, you celebrate yeah. at the weekend. I don't know how you guys do it, but you celebrate the weekend that's like either before or after your birthday. Well, how we do it is, you know, uh, we get a guy to take them. Um, I'm on a hot air balloon ride and not give him a hand job afterwards. <laughs> like they find a guy, take him on a hot air balloon ride, say happy birthday, give him a kiss on the cheek or the forehead, and then. And then no, just... t- today was family day, so I just went for dinner with my family. Okay. Yeah, and that's it, really. Uh, um, today is the 27th in North America. What is it out there in uh, Europe? Is it 26th or 27th? I don't know if you guys are ahead or behind us. We're ahead. So you guys are ahead. So you to, yeah. it'll be twenty eighth then over there. It's just turned to the twenty eighth. It's twelve thirty. So we've just gone into the twenty eighth. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And for Game Changers uh, app, what time are you born? <laughs> I don't know what time I was born. <laughs> I'd have to find that yeah. out you guys. Uh, well, I like I Game Changer. Have... My phone. Sorry. Oh no, no. Have a nice day, brother. No, yeah, later, man. I ask you. I was gonna ask you this question, and I'm gonna bounce off. I was gonna ask you a okay, question. Go for it. Go for it. So yeah, you know, like uh, I, I still got that simping left in me, and this re- this question is really we got somebody new on here. So um, Zone as well as uh, Kane, you guys could answer this, and maybe Jessica's too, Jessica as well. But um, how do you guys overcome uh, the one that got away, or the one that you could never get? And what I mean by that is like we formulate delusions of this girl that we want, or for a girl, a guy that they want, but yet you, they're out of your league, or you can never be with them. Yet they linger in your mind. And sometimes if you're in a relationship with somebody and it, it ends up in a breakup, you're still thinking about them. Or sometimes if you, from, in my case, there's a lot of girls I couldn't get with, yet they're still lingering in my mind. And like, how do you overcome that? How do you get away from that? Without getting away from the term emotional immaturity, which is one of the words I heard. Like, how do you just keep it moving? You know what I mean? And how, what, what examples can you give? And then I'll just listen off the chat because this phone will die. Thank you. Shit, um, let it linger. Let it, let it linger. I mean, it because it really don't matter if they're if they're not real per if they're not real real people, then let it linger. If they are real people, then put them in the categories of the not real people and just let it stay there. And and it's nothing wrong with that um, because like Megan Good, for example, you know she, she's not a real per. I mean, she is a real person, but she's not like reasonably obtainable or 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 upset accessible to me so you know if there is a girl um you know locally um who shoots me down or something so i used to do this because i'm an asshole like this um and and if they used to give like a atomic rejection i would i would tell a bitch like look you know i'm gonna jack off to you and there ain't shit you could do about it and you're gonna do all kind of nasty shit in my imagination that you'll never do in real life so fuck what you say do that (laughs) do that you 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 you, you'll feel better you know i think so yeah, yeah. Let it linger. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, do all the shit you want to do in your imagination. I think from a woman's point of view, right? 
sorry was was sam was sam talking oh no no you go go ahead okay i was just gonna say i think from a woman's point of view usually when you think of the one that got away or the one that you were never able to get you have to realize that a lot of what plays into that situation is your mind so um when you have that situation you tend to idealize everything and you tend to imagine that person as perfect and oh it could have been so good we could have done this we could have had it all you know and you have to realize that that whole story that you've created in your mind is just that it's something that is in your mind it's not how it necessarily would have happened in reality it's not how it would have gone down in real life so you are literally hanging on to a fantasy that your mind has created and so that's what you need to remember it's all just the fantasy that you are holding on to it's nothing real they are not really that person that is a fantasy and the more you just um reinforce in your mind that it's a fantasy you'll realize how sort of not silly but you'll realize there's no point in hanging on or um putting feelings into that fantasy a fantasy is just that it shouldn't be you shouldn't um put real feelings into something that isn't real and and collect them collect them that way you're not stuck on one collect these fantasies you know exactly like the van girl is part of a rotation of you know several other fantasies to where i fantasize on on her parking her van in my basement or not on my, my garage um like maybe like once every six weeks or so like you know and that's if it comes up because it's just saturated with all the porn chicks and all the other shit uh that i got swirling around up there so yeah just don't as as long as it's not one that you're fixated on and you know you're dreaming about this chick she's your lawyer winslow and shit like that then yeah it's, it's perfectly natural what say you zone I will tell him to find other girls to fuck. Eventually, he's going to get tired of it after he's getting sex from other people. So I don't really... I wouldn't suggest really just thinking about one woman. I understand his point of view. Like, he probably doesn't have a lot of options to, like, find another woman to replace her. So he's probably thinking about her, like, 24-7. But if it was me, I'll probably tell him to go out there and go find somebody to talk to, like a female or something like that. Eventually, once he changes his lifestyle, he will eventually forget about her because. No, no, no. no. Don't work that way, Zone. It does not work that way, Zone. I'm going to tell you, even if the next chick is hotter, I still want to fuck the previous one. It's just, it just lingers in my mind uh, more, you know? So, yeah, even if the next chick is hotter, um, and like Jessica was saying, my imagination um, on this chick um, will, will strengthen. And, and you know, and, and in my imagination, she has two vaginas. Like, so let me, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. No, let me interrupt you for a second. Okay. Sorry. Zone's answer was actually pretty good because, uh, you know, sometimes we are forced to not be concerned about physical attractions and this and that. But you know what? They do count. And I'll be honest with you, when I saw a batter chick, I forgot about that one, man. So, you know, zone is on point. And that's ah, why you got to, you know, get, get get your act together and get your get your money right, get your mind right, get your money right, get your life right, and all that good stuff, you know? But, but Brother, did you, you fuck the batter chick? A better one. You will always but, see a better yeah. chick. You can't live your life dwelling on bad chicks. You will always see a better chick. Even if you have a bad chick, 
after you fuck her a couple of times, you be ready for the next bad chick. Right. So you know, yeah, yeah. on that. If, if you put her in your imagination, she probably won't stay there long. In other words, yeah. Be, it, as long as you keep putting new ones in there. Do you know what I see the problem? Where I have a problem with just go and get another woman and go and have sex with as many women as possible. It's the thought that um, when those things, if they don't work out, what happens? Your mind immediately goes back to the one that got away and oh if I was with her it would have been different and if I was with her it wouldn't have gone wrong it would have been so perfect and that's why I say more than just getting with another woman you're not directly fixing the problem you're just putting a bandage on you know like a stab wound you're putting a plaster on a stab wound you have to deal with the root cause which is your mind creating a fantasy you know and the the more you um just drum it into your head that you have created a fantasy and the thing that you're holding on to is not real. That's the best way to get over it because you'll get another woman, it won't work out, and then immediately you break up, your mind goes back to the one that got away. You have to deal with your fixation with the one that got away rather than trying to put plasters over the problem. Just my opinion. I don't even understand that part of the one that got away. If she you got know, away, like, that wasn't the one. Uh, that means that that wasn't the one that you were supposed to be with anyway. Yeah, but in some people's <laughs> minds, they don't see it like that. No, I I, I get it, Kane. So, um, because I have a one that got away, um, but it was because I wasn't I wasn't at a point in my life where um, she did. She has the qualities of a woman that I'm looking for today. However, she didn't have the qualities of a woman I was looking for back then. Uh, that combined with my mom talking, sh- that combined with my mom talking shit about her being light skinned. Um, I'm not joking. She actually did. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know, being ironic because Jessica did. That that no, that actually happened. You know. Um, so I was. I, I simply wasn't ready. I still wanted to play the field and shit like that. So um so she got away, but then later in life I realized that she she um she had the qualities that I'm looking for um later in life that I should have stuck with. Game, cha- so- game changer, I'm so I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, uh what's that smell? Is that Marco Grande? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Marco. Hello Panda, what's going sorry, on? Sorry, game changer for interrupting you. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. But um, but no, so on? so that would be one that got away. But um, but Vi- what's going on, Marco? But Vision, you were you were stating um the one that got away, and um chicks who generally aren't into you um as the same thing. So, but conflating the two, it is. Um, I don't really dwell on the one that got away because it was like over twenty years ago. Um, but I do think about it from time to time. No, in, in my case, it's not the one that got away. In my case, it's the ones I couldn't attain. And then I had to go look at myself and self-reflect and see what's wrong. So if I have to be honest, you know, sometimes you don't want to give out the whole truth. But if you put me in a corner, bro, I'll blast the truth out. Yeah, it's just the ones I couldn't get. You know what I mean? And I, and I like my, I, I like my, I like, uh, if, if, I, if I make a status uh, without the attitude or the problems, I like the Halle Berry, Jessica Alba types. I don't care if they're white or black. I, 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 I like my chicks to be 20s. But if I want them kind of chicks, bro, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have it together because I'm not a jawline dude either, and I don't have a, you know, a hedge fund. I'm not a hedge fund baby, so just gotta get up there and make it happen, bro. And uh, maybe one day I'll join uh, Marco 
in Colombia next year, hopefully, and then you know he can show me the ropes. <laughs> yeah. well, bro, we could like we can like what we like, but that doesn't mean that we're gonna get it. Yeah, true, true. We like what we like, I mean, but that doesn't mean that we're gonna get it. We could all want a a top class female, but that doesn't mean that we're gonna get it. Very true. But at some point, it's, at some point in time, you have to look at what what you can pull. I think that we should have a bar um, as men, you know, and we shouldn't just uh, take what's given to us. Um, that we that's there should be a point. Well, 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 what I'm saying, what I'm saying, Kane, is that there should be a point to where we would say, "I would rather be single than than to be with her." Um, I think that black men don't say that enough. Um, I think Asian men say that a lot, uh, but I don't think black men say that enough. But that's what I'm saying, Gabe. Which, which, yeah. uh, like you say, we're black men. Would, what black men would say that? Like, oh, I'm just not going to deal with anything. Like at some point, if you want to be with a woman, you're going to have to deal what you have to do what what you're given. No, you don't, because you because you have the option to say, I have a big dick and I don't have to put up with this shit. You have that option. That and you have that. You have that right. I understand that part, but then, like you said. Some dudes might not. Some dudes might not end up with nothing. Because if you have that standard, where your standard is that high, but you can't pull that, then what you gonna do? Well, you end up with nothing. You see. Uh, you, let me get in here. Let me get in here. Uh, yeah, go I'm for sorry. It. So, sorry, game changer. I, I I agree with both of you, right? Uh, shout out to AJ when he said, "Um, get with the woman that wants you." That would be the logical conclusion or solution to the situation, really, right? Like sometimes, mm-hmm. like if you can't achieve that, you know, those statuses, yo, get 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 with the woman that. Wants you and you know and no, compromise. No, I would no, say right with the woman. Nope, nope, nope. You get with the woman that know. you want that wants you. Yeah, you get with the woman that, that you that you want that wants you. You don't just get with the woman that wants you. What kind of shit is that? That's you don't just crazy. hire. You don't just That's hire the person that want to work for you. That's yeah, you crazy. Don't, you don't just hire the person that want to work for you. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, no, that's, that's why. That's why. That's why when it comes. That's why it comes to deal. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, bro. I, I, go I'll, ahead. I'll let you guys get back. I'm just gonna, cause I'm gonna get up. Just want to, you know, say happy expiration, pussy there to Jessica. <laughs> I had to. You know, yeah, I, I knew did. you came here to troll. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I did. But now that you have you're on that subject, you know, it's it, I, I think I do. I, I have to go with game changer on this one because I heard a saying when I was younger that is small havings for small wantings, and if you really shoot low, that's what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. And if you don't shoot high, you're never going to get that. It's the same as this. you never ask. You're never going to get it. So if you do want a 20 or a 25 or a 30 or a 55 or if, you, or if you want 30, 30 tens, whatever the fuck you want, if you want it, you can have it. But you really have to do what it takes to do it. It doesn't really matter what, what the other odds are. You, like I said, you don't have to say, oh, who wants me? Well, anybody who wants me, please come forward. That's not how it is. It's really what you want. And if you can't get that one, then fine. Go get another one. They're just like they're even better. Don't ever get caught up with, especially bitches. Because again, is, well, to me, the shelf life is only like six years anyway. So, and they ain't shit. So, don't even get caught up with that. It's all about you. You got to keep going. Your life has to keep going. Fuck a bitch. I definitely understand what you're saying, Marco. But this is why I say, this is why I agree with SYSDM to a point. It's like, if you're not father, if you can't pull what you can pull within. What you trying to deal with? This why you have to broaden your horizons. A lot of dudes don't try to broaden their horizons. They find another chick from another race or something that's better than the chick that you try to get. 
and she might like you. Deal with that. It's a part of your life. You can't stick to just one. That's why I never understood that. Because ever, ever since I was young, I'm a dude that's 43. I've been through a couple of decades. and I, did, I dealt with a couple of different types of women in all types of races. You find what can work with you. And I say it's not like I'm saying that you deal with black women and you just fight, try to find the baddest black woman. You find whatever woman that you feel like is bad that would that want to deal with you. And you go from there. No, I got you. No, I got you. I just say that, obviously. It doesn't matter where you are. It could be in America. It could be in Africa. Asia doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think that's really, we're not talking about that. It's like whatever you are, if you're in Asia, if you're a Chinese man in China, if you're, if you're a Chinese man in China and you want to deal with 20s or 30s or 40s, do that. But shoot for that. Don't be like, well, I'm just going to see who wants me, who chooses me. That's not how it works. You have to, you have to do it because if you don't choose what you want, if you don't get what you want, you're never going to be happy. But again, that's where somebody who wants a long, long, long-term thing, I cannot speak on the subject because to me, I say, bitches, after they get 24, to me, they're fucking useless at 25. So I know that I'm not going for anything long. I'm just gonna, I just want to enjoy the hoe while she's young and she's at her best. And that's all I'm looking for. And that's all I need. For everything else, exactly. I already got to figure it out. So that's so that's. But for a person that that says, "Gee, I want a long a life, a long partner," and I just want to see who who chooses me, and oh, this one I really don't like her, but she chose me, so therefore I'm gonna go with it. That's some bullshit right there. That's what I want so, to say. Gentlemen, 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 wait, game changer. Let me in for a second. I, I like yeah, what Bob said. I, I like what Bob said there. Um, I saw I saw my father get old. Eh, he he was on his second marriage, and he and and uh, basically he got an, a, his second wife was arranged for him through the family. I know this sounds hilarious that this still goes on, but that's what happened. And uh, um, uh, we come from a tradition where marriages are arranged. So this Western style of <laughs> hunting your own food is very difficult, bro. <laughs> but you gotta make you gotta make it happen. But what I'm trying to say is the second wife. She cannot leave him. She, she might be cheating. She might be doing whatnot. But anyhow she leaves, everybody in the community is going to put her in a check. Why did you leave? Well, what, what, you know? And Because there was like dowry. There was money. There was cows paid. I know that sounds hilarious. And usually there's no cows. They'll do it in like American dollars. Like one cow is worth 500 US dollars. Can you imagine? It's crazy, man, what these guys are, are, are on. But what I'm trying to say is he's getting old now. He can't take care of himself. And she's still there. She's like 20 years younger than him, and she's there for him. So, yo, fellas, have your fun, bro. But when you get old, bro, I hope you have that good woman there, man. I just uh, Unless you guys got another solution. Just, I'm just talking about what I saw, bro. No, I understand well, what you're saying, bro. That's the main part. That's the main part. That's the I, main I think... part you have to That's the main part you have to understand. You have to have, at the end of the day, a, a woman can be submissive and all that, but you got to make sure... That you'll still play the same game once you get old. If that's the if that if that's the route you're trying to play. Well, if she's submissive, that's implied. I mean that that's implied. Dedication is 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 a part of submission. You know exactly. Um, and a lot of do a lot of these dudes don't look at that part. They just think that oh yeah, I got the baddest chick on my arm. No, once you get old, you want to have a woman that will actually hold you down if something happens to you. Because that's just the way it plays out. Once you get old, things change. And you want Linda Lee and Bruce Lee. Sure Linda Lee and Bruce Lee. Sorry for interrupting. So, so understand this, fellas, that um, there is a purpose um, to being with a woman. And if she does not feel that purpose, then she is not qualified. Having a woman is not a purpose in and of itself. Um, 
And and I think that's why we get so many um, nasty ass relationships in the black community is because they they want to have something just to say that they have it, even though um, um, she's what's that? Zona, is that you? No, why? Oh, okay. I think that's Ken uh, or Kane. All right, hold on. Yeah, that was Kane. All right. So, no, is that Jessica? Hold on. No, that's not yeah. me, bro. That's not me. Okay, my bad. All right. So yeah, um what was I saying? So yeah, the purpose of um having a woman is not just to say that you have one. You know, the purpose of um having a woman is that she function in a feminine manner um to your benefit and as you function in a masculine ma- um, manner to hers. There are many women out there who do not function in a feminine manner manner. Um, and should not be with anyone. And just and if you find yourself in a position to where these are your only options, then you're better off with nothing. You know, in my opinion. I agree with that. Now, I now, agree with that. now, have a reasonable evaluation of yourself, um, Vision. Have a reasonable evaluation of yourself, and then get into a relationship that makes sense. Now, it'll be harder to find because women tend to seek out of their league and because men cheat they will find somebody out of their league um you know they'll find somebody who's significantly more handsome than she is pretty or something like that however she's sharing this guy um so you know it'll be harder for you but make sure your relationship makes sense so when um when ed at the incel um you know he said that you know she's not the prettiest thing ever but we make sense together you know when people see us walk down the street we make sense I'm not saying that every guy should go for the dime. I'm not saying that every guy should shoot for the stars, you know, um, and and look for, you know, um, something absolute um, perfect unless you are a rich jawline nigga. But I'm saying that make sure that your relationship makes sense. If you are a healthy dude um, with a reasonable income, there's no reason that you should be with a person who's extraordinarily overweight, you know, um, and she comes with three other kids or something like that. There, there, there really isn't, you know, um, because that doesn't make sense. Um, and I know at the time it may seem that that's all available. Um, that's all that's available to you. But in my opinion, it's better to be single sometimes. Fuck it. And you know what, Game Changer? I agree with you. And hey, hey listen, it, it may change. You know, I, I'm still not down with the forty dollars. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still not down with the fat chick. And yo, I don't know why. I just don't like hairy chicks, bro. So I, uh, the, let's see what else we can make happen out here. But we'll work it out. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll get the money right first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as it makes sense and you're in a intelligently reasonable um, um, place, then yeah, that's perfectly fine. You know, my girl, she's she I mean, I think we make sense. She's prettier than I am handsome. But I mean, you know, generally speaking, we, we make sense. Um, by the way, Game Changer, I want to say I want to say this to you. Um, up here, um, Cash App does not work, just so you know. So I know you are an app developer and I know there's a lot of IT people on this space, actually. Um, I would assume that zone might be one too. Um, if you guys can maybe get it to work in Canada and pitch that idea to somebody, you know, that would be a, an opportunity to make money. But I just want to, unless someone can correct me, I tried Cash App up here. It does not work in Canada. PayPal works and other things, and then that's it. But Cash App does not work up here in Canada. I don't know why. Like, why they would not make that a global thing? You know what I mean? Like, there's Cash a Somalian company. It doesn't work well, here it, either. 
Okay. So like, th- there's an opportunity for somebody make that app and make that money, bro, and it, you know get the whole world to donate. Typically, it's a legal thing. Um, I found with that because I was asking, um, um, I was asking Philo and uh, somebody else about this whole thing. Like, how come I can't get certain channels and in, um, in my travels? And um, it's typically a legal thing. Um, like some, certain yeah. countries will refuse to pay. Yeah, will refuse to play certain things. And if Canada is doing that, then it's it's most likely a legal reason that they're doing that. Yeah, that's illegal. Certain places are just illegal. That's just the way it works. Everything ain't just going to be legal everywhere. Yeah. There's still certain things that we have to deal with. Yeah, exactly. You know the Somalians have it. You know the Somalians, right? I know the Somalians in England. The Somalians in Minnesota. There's Somalians everywhere. Um, you know the Somalians. The way they do it is like you'll just go to one of their stores and you'll just give them the money. And then if they have a family member or something like that in another city or another part of the world, they'll just go and take the money to you. And I remember reading in a book. It was a British journalist that was doing a research on Africa, and he's mainly in Eastern Africa. And he asked a question. He was like. Um, how, how, how do you guys do this and know that nobody cheat? And the Somali guy goes like this. In, in our culture, you cheat, you die. And that's kind of how they deal with that. But it's amazing how people find other ways to yeah, make money go around system. the world. Sorry. No, it's an honor system. Yeah. And, and countries develop on, based on that when, when you know, strong um, law enforcement isn't available. And, you know, that, that really speaks highly to people. You know, so I definitely agree with that. And because basically what they're doing is a Western Union deal. Um, just without the um, the developed sophistication that Western Union has, so it's it's more personalized. But um, and, yeah. and and you see, and it's based on trust. It's similar. based completely on trust. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is which is good. I mean, I'm with that. Yeah, so, it has to be like that. It has to be like that. That's yeah, just the way it is. It's like with so, Bitcoin. It's like when they did the Bitcoin thing. Well, but before we get into that, Kane, let's let right quick. Let's um, uh, Shakina, what's on your mind? Uh, Sakina, the girl on the bottom, minnow. Can you hear us? Peace, everybody. I'll be listening off the chat. Peace, peace. Have a, thank you for everything. Thank you for your answers. You're very intelligent people, and thank you. Bye, bye. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry. Are, you, are you an incel? Yeah, <laughs> Am I an incel? I'm 21 years in. Would that make me an incel? Yeah, 21 years. Am I an incel? Tell me. Okay. I don't know. No, Are you sleeping with someone now? I haven't had pussy in 21 years. She said, she said no, I'm not. <laughs> no. Well, right quick, right quick, right quick. No, he already answered this question, but um, is it 21 years and counting, or um, has it been a 21, 21 years and counting, bro? 21, 20, it's going to be 22, 23 years because... Uh, I'm not. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm in no mood to be in a relationship right now. So next year, hopefully, that will be um, rectified. Unless someone out here wants okay, to give me sympathy, pussy, I'll take it. But if not, I'm good. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. He asked for sympathy, pussy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He asked for sympathy, pussy, and you said okay. Are Are you? Oh. <laughs> are, are, are are What are you saying, saying here? I was just saying okay to the answer, like okay. Oh, okay. Not not okay is in yeah. The game changer. Where where is he located? Where are you located, Hello, bro? Can you hear me? Ham- Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Oh, by the way, the girls here, Hamilton, Ontario, right under Toronto in Canada. But let the let the lady speak, peace. All right, can you go ahead, bro? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we- so um hey everybody on the panel. Um I just wanted to say like I was listening in. I've been listening for a little while now. And I agree, like you know, if you could find 
that woman, you know, that's more attractive than you, good. But like you said, sometimes you do meet that woman that's, you know, that's not, that might not be as attractive, but she still is attractive. Yeah. I think people just reasonable in what they want. Well, um, if you are a, um, if you are a exceptionally attractive guy, um, meaning that if there were, um, I don't know, 500 guys lined up and you would just be the most attractive, then no, you would not, you would not be doing yourself a favor if you're looking for a woman who looks better than you, um, at that point. Um, however, um, an average guy should seek someone who's more handsome or more pretty than she is handsome. I mean, that's because um, I believe that a man's innate value um, exceeds a woman's innate value and um, it's made up for and her being exceptional in a beauty department or at least exceed him in the beauty department. So uh, that's my feeling. And also, I just feel that um, men and women have different roles in the relationships um, and being easy on the eyes is part of um, a woman's role. You know, she is, she's supposed to be the more visual of the two. Uh, but, and I, I think that men should have such a requirement. See, also Sakina, um, it's not really just that she is physically appealing. What women go through to become physically appealing um, is shows her femininity. It shows her um, the way she takes care of herself is a, going to be a reflection of how she takes care of her kids. It shows that she has a proper diet and exercise routine, which would show, you know, superior parenting abilities. You know, um, it really says a lot about her um, personally. So I think that that's why it's important. But um so when I judge a woman's beauty, it's really I'm appreciating the effort that she puts into herself more than anything, uh, uh, which is why when you hear me compliment women, it's always uh, something that they do. Like, you know, how does she, you know, how does she know that I would like that? You know, to me, things like that are very impressive. And I am impressed upon that. Um, make sense? Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, just go out there and, you know, if she if she's in a reasonable range of you, you know, then that's fine. But I'm not saying go out there and say, oh, no, I look better than her. Here, I'll show you what I mean. But go ahead and say what you're going to say, Sakina. Yeah, I was just going to say, I see a lot of these guys saying, like, like the guy that was on the panel before, I don't know what his name is, but he was saying, like, you know, he wants a, he referenced Beyonce or, you know, I don't, and you said um, Megan Good or something like that. I mean, I think there are. No, I, I reference that. Yeah, I think there are black females in the community that look like them, though. I wouldn't say there. I mean, well, at least where I live at, but um, I, maybe it's just location. Maybe. No, um, it's not. I have seen exceptionally attractive black females um, who are on Megan Good's level, um, and it's um, with Megan Good. The thing that separates her from, and I've been with women who who I would say are are equally attractive, and this is not bragging or anything, because um, it's, it's definitely not something that happens. Humble often. bragging, humble yeah, it's not humble bragging. bragging. <laughs> no, but well, this no, this isn't something that happens often. But um, but when it happens, there's still that fantasy of Megan Good, because it's an overall body of work that I'm attracted to with her too. It's like um, when I see her in certain roles, it ignites her. When I see, 
when, when I see her in certain roles, um, it ignites certain fantasies in me um, that I wish to fulfill on her and her alone. So even if she had a doppelganger um, and, and I were to be with it, it still wouldn't be the same because I can't be like, you know, ooh, do that scene from such and such. Like I, I, if given the opportunity, I would reenact the, um, I, I would want, if I, it would have to be the actual Halle Berry and she would have to wear the um, Flintstones uniform for when she played in the Flintstones. So stuff like that, you know, um, which is more to the fantasy than just the way they look. Um, but I was saying these people, and that's what I was talking about, fake people versus real people. Um, and that's why I made that distinction when I was talking to Vision. Right. Well, I mean, I, I feel like if you got a woman, y'all can role play. We'll see what's wrong with that. I'm, I'm saying it's not the same. I, I get what you're saying. Right, but I'm just speaking. Like, I'm not holding out. I'm not. I'm not holding out for Megan Good or or any or Holly Berry or anything like that. I, I'm not doing that. Um, I, I don't role play uh, with people because it's not the same, and you know, it's just. So like you only can role play with Megan Good. You can't. You couldn't role. Well, because they fit that role, right? It, 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 it was it was Holly Berry that put the fantasy in my mind. So the fantasy is her. The fantasy is me doing that with Holly Berry. It's not the it's not a a fantasy. We have our own fantasies. We have we have our own roles. You know. So that's that's something separate. But um, yeah, like waist deep. You know, like I, I want that thrill. That is more of the sensation um, than anything. Does that make sense, Sakina? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, you know. On, I was just speaking on, like, in general. Because you know how some of these guys say, oh, you know, it's hard to be with the one woman and all this bullshit. But I'm like, I mean, I mean, I guess it depends on the guy. But, you know. No, it is. I just feel like. It is. Well, how old are you? I feel like I'm in my 20s. Okay, so it's I like this. Like when I was in my 20s, and I told you about the one that got away, there's an assumption that the next woman will be better than the current one. Um, and she may or may not be. Um, and guys will continue this process until they come to an age when all women are fucked up, um, like I did. And then um, and they're in that cycle. So it's natural for them to uh, feel that way. And yeah, they're, they're, they're going to explore the field, unfortunately. Right. You know, unfortunate for you. Uh, but yeah, I, I was trash at your age, and um, guys your age are, are trash. Zone's right, trash. He's your age. All right. I agree. Yeah. I don't date anybody my age, so yeah, I agree with that. But um, Game changer. I wasn't trash at your age. I'm not trying uh, to hear that. I wasn't trash at your age. I wasn't trash at your age. I was living. I was out there messing with a lot of chicks. But what I'm trying to say with you, from with her that, point of view, that's you trash. You don't have a fantasy. Can you understand that when from her point of view? view no, what, what what I'm saying, Kane, from her point of view, that's trash. Messing with a lot of women is trash from her point of view. Now, from, from our point of view, it was just following our natural instincts. But from her point of view, um, you were you're you're trash. That's what I'm getting at. But no, I didn't I didn't wake well, up in the morning and like I'm I'm trash and I'm gonna do some trashy shit, you know. But, no, but um, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta push that. No, hold on. But you saying that we have to push forward on that? But you saying that a guy that messed with a lot of girls is trash? Yeah, I'm saying from her point that, of view, he's trash. No, no what I'm, I'm saying, saying is from I'm, her point of view, he's. No, no, I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying is that what she's saying? She's saying that a dude that messed with a lot of girls is trash. 
No, that's not what I said. Is that what you said? said uh, no, I said I feel like a lot of these guys feel like you know that you can't find everything in one woman. That's what I was saying. Oh well, you definitely can't okay. find everything in one woman. You can't find everything in one. Woman. I might, I might deal with, a, I might deal with one woman that has better qualities than another woman. But at the end of the day, my classification for towards women is I'm, I'm trying to mess with a good looking woman. Right, but I'm saying if you find that right one, do you, obviously, do you know? Do you know what? what? Like, in in my mind, it's almost like I slightly agree with Sakina in that um, you could find everything that you want in one woman. But also, at the same time, I think that is wishful thinking. And right now, I'm trying to almost pull myself away from the fantasy thinking in that, you know, I'm going to find this one guy and he's going to have every single thing that I want and need. And he's just going to be this perfect man. I think a lot of the time, you're not going to come across that person who has it all. There's going to have to be some compromise. (laughs) That's looking at somebody in Kumbaya world when everything you think everything is going to be perfect. You never right, find everything perfect in one person. Right. Well, I guess maybe, get, maybe what I'm trying to say is I don't feel like any female should deal with infidelity. That's probably what I'm referencing. So, I mean, if you can find a guy who's loyal, who treats you good, who provides, you know, who has, um, who's intellectual, I don't see, that's a good catch. Now, let me ask this. Would you say that your way of thinking is common at your age um, amongst no, your generation? definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, I would agree because... Well, because they're all about looks. So, yeah. Because um, I want to say this. If, if the way you think was common, then um, Vision, um, who went 21 years and counting, wouldn't exist. So you're definitely a cultural anomaly, um, yeah, or else, I reckon, I reckon or else, yeah, he he would have no, he would have found somebody else. Game changer, but game changer. With that situation is like some dudes try to get something that they're not even qualified to get. That too. No, well, I mean, I think I think that he is reasonably qualified for a reasonable woman. He cammed up, um, and I'm not who, going who to. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Vision, the person that was on before you. Um, he didn't come up today, but he camped up um, before. And he is a dark-skinned guy that, at the very least, is in shape. He's not What's grotesque. His issue, then? Uh, well, I don't think that it's his issue. I think... Right quick, right quick, I don't think that it's his issue. I think that, I think that it's a cultural thing and that... Um, that Women, not like yourself, Sakina, are looking for um, guys who are more handsome than he is, um, which is which is unfortunate for him. Um, but he does fit, he does fit the description. He does fit the description that you just gave, um, as far as what you're looking for. So you know. But then, but then that's the problem. Game changer. A dude could be a fit, but you don't have the looks that the women want. No, but that's a, what I was just saying. Or, okay. or you guys. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was just saying. I don't what you're saying, but that's what want that type of woman, too. Well, that, that's what a lot of dudes. It goes both ways. You could be fit. You could be fit. Because I see females who are the perfect fit for a guy, but she's not that bad or she's not 
super crazy or you know acting you know you know how some of you guys like that crazy one uh i like a little those i like good a little bit those, go for it go for those it those are good qualities that the man those are good qualities that a man can have but looks play into it too just like with men yeah we, we look at women like a woman could be a good woman but if you don't look like what i want i'm not messing with you you could be a right. good woman just like this right, so and this your, this what's like your this. ideal woman then my ideal woman Celebrity. Uh, Alicia Keys, but Alicia Keys has a lot of issues with her. Alicia oh, that's Keys is my. So you, so you're more like your ideal woman is like a mixed race woman. No, not even no, mixed I race. You could be, you could, you could be straight no, black. No, I'm, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm saying you're not referencing a full black woman. So I'm saying your, your, your ideal no. would be a mixed race woman, right? No, no, because when I look at Alicia, no, because when I look at Alicia Keys, I don't look at her as like a mixed race woman. I know that's I what do she is. Means like every day, dream woman. So you're saying that would, that would be your dream woman, Alicia Keys? That would be that would be my dream woman. She could be all black, but if she looked like that, but now now learn her history and her background and how she how she moves as a woman, that's where the problem will come into play. Like you could have a woman that you uh, uh, visually. You look at it like that's my idea, ideal woman. This is what this was. This is what how how brothers look at women. Like visually, you could be you could look like my ideal woman, but a woman could be pretty and the way she thinks can make her ugly. She's light skinned. It. Well, no, I mean I don't have a problem. I'm not the kind of person that I always think like date what you date, but I'm well, just saying well, don't. Go ahead, go say what you say. I don't have any kind of issues, but... I mean, I'm embarrassed, no. but I don't have any kind of issues where I get mad. About no, because you ain't bad looking. I'm looking at your picture right now. You ain't bad looking. I'll give you a shot. Trust and believe, but I'll give you a that... shot. But, um, Sakina, why was that the first thing you went to? How come you didn't say, oh, you only go out with women that can sing? How come that was the first thing you went to, like, the fact that she's, she's, she's mixed? Because I reference ideal. And we're no, no, but his ideal, but but his primary black on the panel. So, but his his primary attraction could be um her voice. I give I, I let me let me give you my ideal. Let's be real, game changer. No guy. <laughs> so you tell me a three hundred pound broad with an attractive voice. You you talking about the one that ends the opera? Like the opera is over when she sings? <laughs> no, all right. <laughs> so, so no. Here's my ideal, and I and I said it on a panel before. Um, y'all know I have a thing for um. Um, the girl that lives in her van, everybody knows that. Um, there's also oh, she's gorgeous, she's gorgeous, yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's not the darkest, um, uh, uh, chocolate, but she's I, I like her, and um, so there's her, um, but there's also um, a combination of she would look like um, um, Megan Good, and she would have the personality and disposition of Aisha Curry. Now, if I could throw a voice in there, um, it'd be Lauren Hill. If I could throw a, if I could throw like a talent like exactly. that in there, um, and, and be greedy, you know. What if you had a Lauren Hill that was that had the personality of a, a um, what's her name, Aisha Curry? I, I would say, but you asked for ideal. You you asked for ideal. That's that's settling. I I would want the looks of Megan Good. I, I'm really attracted to Megan Good, Megan okay. Good physically. Um, Lauren Hill is not an ugly woman, but Megan Good is just hotter. So like um, so ideally, yeah. I would take I would take uh, Megan Good. 
at Megan Good's looks and then Aisha Curry's personality and Lauren Hill's voice, you know. Or Alicia Keys exactly. voice. I like both of them. Yeah. Exactly gave changes levels to it because because uh, Lauren Hill is Lauren Hill is a nice looking woman to me too. If I had a shot Lauren Hill, I'd shoot my shot. Lauren yeah. Hill is a good looking woman too. I know that's right. In her prime, she was. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, even now, she looks the same. I'm even sure now, she semi. Even now, she semi looks the same. She's is not too far off from the Lauren Hill I grew up on. It's not too far off, but it's just the attitudes. All that plays into the, all that plays into the factor too. Yeah, your yeah, attitude. The woman, a woman could be the best looking woman, but if her attitude is if her attitude is ugly, I'm gonna treat her like an ugly woman, even if she's the bad. This is why. This is why Halle Berry got cheated on. Halle Berry was called the baddest woman in the on the planet at one point, but she still dealt with a dude that cheated on her. Right. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. This is the way. This is just the way men's mind work. Our mind works differently from y'all. Looks mad at us, but oh, is, we I'm, know. We know. females know that y'all. They just try to deny that shit. Know that. Well, and and that's and that's what and that's why and and that's, that's a clear why so sign. Much that's why. And well, I mean, yeah, but we've see, like Jessica was saying earlier with the date. Uh, with the dates and stuff, you know, I respect effort and weave is a is a sign of poor effort. You know, uh, it's it's not really about it's not really about the looks per se. However, I do want her to spend significantly more time in the mirror um, every day than I do and more time washing her. Who's that? And more time washing her hair than I do and 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 all that good stuff. That's that's what I want. And so when I say that, but many Women don't period. They do not put the effort into their looks, and it shows in their physical appearance. You know, so I want that point. It's a sign yeah. of femininity, and other feminine. So is to would, come. You, would you like your woman's nails done, her toes done? You know, get her, her hair curled and stuff like that. Well, I mean that's okay. The hair uh, curled, uh, yes. Yeah. However, the nails and toes done. Uh, the nails and toes really is not that. really an effort thing. Well, it's yeah, not I an effort really thing about because that. I, she just goes somewhere and um, has somebody else do it. So that's not really like a. I, I I want the effort. I want to know that you that you spent a long time doing stuff. Like um like I look at these uh these 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 chicks who who um have a YouTube channel and they advertise like those that shit that y'all put on y'all face and shit like that. And um and and they have like forty five minute videos on how to put their hair up at night and shit. And that shit turns me on. That's what I like. You know, I like shit like huh? that's a Halloween mask to me. I don't really, I'm not really a fan of makeup. No, I'm not really a fan of no, makeup. No, I'm not talking about. Like I'm, I'm talking about the mud. I'm not talking about the makeup. I'm talking about the mud. I'm talking about the stuff that they the put in to clean their uh, care routine. Oh, I know the little facials and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Care, so. Yeah, see, I, I appreciate shit like a lot that. Of guys will communicate what they like. Well, I do. That's what this channel's for. You know, I'm a I'm a very open and candid person. Right, but I'm saying you're you know? one of the few. See, I'm well, not trying to. I, with the mud, that's because chick is trying to fight. I mean, how me. many guys like, do you do you guys know that are gonna say, "Oh, honey, I love you when you put your new facials," or I like, you know, most guys just watch, or they'll, you know, they don't really say how they feel, or you know, I like you when you wear your hair like that, or I, you know, 
if you're dating a woman, you should be telling her like what you like, so she knows to do that more. No, I think guys no, do that. No, I feel no like you get do. you. No, when you are a woman, the uh, things that she does and um and and likes um that you appreciate um is so many that you would get oversaturated with compliments. You know, I just think the shit. See, I'm not trying to fuck you, but when I I, I just right. think the shit when the when the women I am fucking are trying to fuck um do it, you know, because I because it, it's so much little shit that I don't want to I don't want to say it, you know, but you know, like um like 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 button the button up from the bottom. I don't know why I like that shit, but I do, but I do, and I only like it on certain females. But you know, the shit's weird. It's like you know, I'm not gonna so compliment you, that. Everything you like is well, Game changer. Do you like a chick that that wears a lot of makeup? I uh, know. I would prefer that she um didn't. However, if she can if she can fix it to where it doesn't look like she has a lot of makeup on, then um then once again I appreciate the effort. There's an artistic effort that she put into herself that I can that I can appreciate. But no, a bitch that just like um look like she foundation. Fuck that. You know. Like 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 somebody just held her upside down and and dipped her in a in a in a bowl of foundation. No, no, uh, you know. Uh, but no, yeah, somebody somebody who does it right. Huh? I'm not a fan of that. A woman that just puts on makeup. I look at that. I look at that as Halloween. Like you're tricking me. Because when you yeah, start- walk, you look like a different person. I'm not a real yeah. fan Why of makeup. Why are you promoting the females that don't wear makeup then? Because they don't look huh? as good. Right. Quite, it's, it's like harsh but true, you know. I appreciate a, a respectable a respectable effort. I'm not I'm not going to down a chick because she's she wears makeup or something like that. I don't care if she makes it look good. Then I respect the effort. You know, it's the difference between microwave food and 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 a home cooked meal from scratch. You know, I I appreciate the effort, even if I can't taste the difference. I appreciate the effort. Um, I'm not going to compliment you on it all the time because it's exhausting and you 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 you're gonna you're gonna get lazy. Um, so I'm not going to do that shit because um, you're going to think that okay I'm doing enough and I'm like no you can never do enough for me goddamn it. Um, your your life is a continuous journey on how to please me, and I think that um, a woman who gives a considerable effort understands that. Yeah, this is why I'm not. This is why I don't like women that cake on makeup. Like if she just putting light makeup on. Yeah, I don't um, think that that's a reasonable effort. I like, I like, I like natural beauty. I like natural beauty. If if I can look at you, and you don't have no makeup on. You just got natural beauty. That's what I like. Because mm-hmm. I know she start once she start kicking on that makeup. That's a mask like Halloween. Because what you tell I, think- I watch enough videos and I see what women put makeup on. They could trick food. And, and they turn you to see, a different person. You wake up in the morning, you turn over, and you look over like, whoa. Where is yeah, it be on your pillow. Yeah, they, their whole face is on your <laughs> pillow. I hate that shit. Yeah. High, high effort <laughs> indicates insecurity. So you have to be aware, if you're going to get a woman that pits in a lot of effort into the way that she looks, she's most likely an insecure person. And then that's another problem on, that you're going to have to deal with. 
I, I disagree. I disagree. I think that in my experience, Jessica, that women who give high effort in, in, in the proper way, in the proper way, they have high value for a mate. They value their mate or potential mate so highly that they that they feel that he is worth the effort that they're given. I want to address Bap. Bap says, um, when I wear makeup, black guys approach me more. Uh, when I'm barefaced, it's non-black guys. Um, so my theory is black men love weave and makeup. Black men love anything with a pussy, goddammit. You see, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> no, no, yes. no, no. Go ahead, Gabe. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go here's, here's ahead. Thing. Go ahead, Gabe. Black men... Black, black men have little to no standards. Um, just calling it what it is. They have little to no standards. So what ends up happening um, when you deal with black men is that um, they're taking anything and they assume that people like it. Now, they do know that there is certain personality traits and triggers um, that they have a better chance with. Um, than than anything else. And guess what? If you wear a weave, then um, then black men are saying to themselves, particularly niggas, um, particularly the niggas of black men are saying that this is my pussy. This is exclusively mine. She has done something to her appearance that's disgusting to each and every single race of men um, other than black niggas. So therefore, I have first right to refuse this bitch is what they're thinking. You know, they know that they know that they're they are and not look, I'm in competition with every single body, including African dudes. You know, I'm in competition with each and every single motherfucker because I like what I like. You know, black dudes, they know that if you have a weave, there's no competition. They are approaching you because the white guys are not approaching you. Period. They don't want to compete with somebody with a 401k. They don't. And the reason why is because they're niggas. You see, black niggas like weaves for the same reason that they like ramen noodles. It's not because, you know, they actually has developed a taste for it. It's because it's all they got. When you are broke, a cheap thrill is all you can get. And that's what you present yourself as. So when, you know, this is not a dig. This is this, you laughing, but this is not a dig. You know, this, this is, I'm, I'm giving you the psychology of niggas, you know. No, um, no I'm you are... what you said. I'm still understanding what you're saying because my weakness is Spanish women. Spanish women, Spanish women is my weakness, and they have the hair that a lot of these women is running around the streets, walking around trying to wear their type of hair. And not that we're, not that black women is trying to have white white women hair. They want to have that Spanish girl hair. That's why they have a problem with us walking away and trying to deal with Spanish women. I understand that well, part. I'm just laughing because I understand what you're saying, bro. That's well, what I mean. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's um it's it can be confused, bad. It can be confused with a cultural preference, but it's not. It's just nigga settling. You know, um, you presenting yourself as low hanging nigga fruit is what you're doing, mm. um, and that's 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 what they're going for. So, um, yeah. Evening, everyone. I, I remember I was telling um, a little while ago about <clears throat> one of my friends who I went to uh, college with, and um, had a beautiful girlfriend. And one of her friends um, was very promiscuous, and he gave her a lift home one night. And you can imagine what happened. He's Trinidadian. He was so proud of it, but this girl was like 
that Lizzo, like 30 stone, horrific, and his girlfriend was really pretty. And I said to my friend, why did you do it? Like, what? why would you sleep with a girl that's less better looking? And it's the same answer. Every hole's a goal. And I was just like, I, I, yeah, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, well, I mean, we got, we got, we got to get past that. You said you, you said your friend was Trinidadian. Yeah, he's Trinidadian. Yeah, well, he's from Trinidad. He's from, he's born in the UK, but his mum and dad were from Trinidad. But this is what this is what because my family my family background is West Indian. A lot of West Indian men like big women. Yeah, he doesn't masturbate. He told me he didn't masturbate. He'd rather go with any girl than masturbate or watch porn. This is going back a bit now. This is going back a good fifteen years. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you as a fact, a lot of West Indian men like big women. That's what they used to in there. That's what they used to. They used to I, big women, women that feed them, and the, the women are big. That's just a West Indian thing. A lot I, of West I'm going to be, be honest with you. I, nobody likes big women. Um, they, you just have no, people. Game no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, Kane. Listen to me, Kane. Listen to me, Kane. Guys settle for what they like, for what they get. Um, the the story that John was talking about was a guy settling. It wasn't a guy falling for his desire. You know, kind of like nobody likes spam, you know, but they settle for it in a war or something like that. It's kind of like that. Nobody actually uh, likes it. When you were poor, well, hold on, hold on, right, no, no, oh, oh, okay, okay, we'll do this, we'll do this, do this, do this, do this thing, Kane, do this, do this, do this, Kane. All right, we'll do this, Kane. Okay, but do this, do this. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask you this. I want you to go. I want you to go to their, um, to a teenage uh, West Indian boys' uh, bedroom and see, see whose poster is up there, and I bet you it's not a fat bitch. I bet you it's not Lizzo. That is nope. who he fantasizes about, okay? But the reality for him is Lizzo, and he has learned to accept that reality. Because. However, however, he fantasizes about whoever it is on the wall, and I bet you it's um it's Ariana, Rihanna, or some type How of Anna right know, now, game, or whatever is hot. But game changer, is, do you listen to West Indian music? Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. If you listen to the type of music they listen to, like I said, that's my that's a lot of the lot of my culture. My culture is West Indian. West Indian. He had a child that he lived with. He had his first child. They might mess around with a skinny chick. Yeah, they might mess around with a skinny, a skinny, a slim, a slim woman. But for the most part, if they're gonna marry a woman, it's gonna be a big woman. I'm telling you. I agree. Well, I don't like big women. They do. And Af some African I'm, men are like that as well. They I'm telling you. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Like, I'm saying, like if you literally saying. put two women in front of them, a big one and a skinny one, they pick the big one. If they're both equal, like, yeah. taste-wise, they could both yes. be an eight, but Absolutely they pick the big they one because they like Absolutely it. they will. They like big women. And they're poor. Hold on, hold on, right quick. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. They're poor. 
And when you're poor, you do not have sophisticated taste in anything. No. I know because I grew up poor and I and I do not have a sophisticated taste in food. You know, like people who grew up wealthy, they 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 know the difference between, you know, cuts of steak and how long it's been cooked and shit like that and 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 all that good shit and, Not and, even and, just you know, the whole and, ones. and uh, but I don't but gave to that So you're telling me, you're telling me. Okay, well answer me this. Answer me this. A a answer me this. You're telling me that 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 there's a bunch of Nigerians um and if they bought a sex doll it'll be a fat ass sex doll? Is that yes. what you're telling me? Yes. That is sick. That is sick. All right, so so to all y'all me about tell me about the West Indian culture. In the West Indian culture, the Caribbean culture those men like bigger women than the small women. This is why small women feel like they have a place in what's going on. I hear what you're saying, but my If friends, you go to places oh, like Jamaica, right, they take this thing called chicken pills because, and it basically, it promotes high muscle growth and it makes them big. And they take it so that they can get fat. The skinny women are taking them to get fat. I know Jamaica. Y'all are stupid, but you know something? That explains that explains my that that explains my girl that explains my, my girl not understanding how hot she is. It explains that and it and and it gives me um a new place to go. There is islands and continents full of women who 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 think that they're not hot because um because because they dudes are backwards as fuck. I'm gonna go there. If there are if there are, if there are chicks if there are chicks who are nines and they think that they're fours because because they've been called too skinny all their damn life, I'm gonna go there and rack up. That's just backwards, man. Yeah, exactly. The thing's my friend has a child. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I understand what But this what I'm trying to tell you with a lot of Caribbean men. They like oversized women. This is why oversized women have a place. Can I respond to what you just said, please? Can I respond to what you just said? My friend grew up in East London. He was born. He's, he's ne I think he might have been back to Trinidad a couple of times when he was a child. He was uh, had a child with the thin girl. He only slept with a fat girl because he could. And like he never, ever went with her again it was just like to brag to the lads about that he's scored you know like fuck the fat chick on the way home giving her a lift home he didn't care about the girl he didn't like her he didn't care what size she was it was just exactly what game changers is saying he would fuck anything i know but we were just talking on culture for a moment we were just speaking on culture yeah, in we're, certain we're, countries i, I, I think it's a culture of depravity i'm speaking on culture i'm speaking on culture yeah yeah no no we hear you I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying it's a culture born out of poverty and necessity however we can do we can do an exchange program we could do an exchange program. You take all of our fat bitches, and we'll take all of your slim ones, and and everybody is happy. We can, yeah, I, I will do that. We can have like an exchange program. Exactly for even for the women. Understandable game changer. Game changer. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Game changer. Let's Good. be honest. This this culture's not been around too long, and uh, until like girls started having bum implants and add-on hips and things like that. I know, like, a lot of Jamaican guys, they do like bigger, more voluptuous women, but not to the size the women are today. I think there's lots of 
uh, outside influences that are, or maybe it's just more prevalent and coming to the forefront now and it's a culture I didn't know too much about. No, but we're not but that's the thing, bro. That's the thing with that's the thing I'm trying to say, bro. It's not like we're talking about no three hundred, four hundred pound woman. I'm talking about these dudes like women that's about two fifty to three hundred. And I bear yeah, witness to it. I grew up in it. I grew up in it and I bear witness to it. Okay, we, yeah, we, no, we agree I with you. you to it. I, I hear you, Kane, but we okay, so there exists a group of men, you know, um that that like um fat ass bitches. And and they're due here. It's called Southerners. So, you know, like <laughs> ladies you ain't no. lying, Gabe Chaser. No, Absolutely. no. You right, you no, right, Gabe Chaser. You ain't lying. You ain't yeah. lying. So I'm in the yeah. south right now. I'm in the south right now. I grew up in New York my whole life. And in New York, we like a slim chick. Once I came to the South, I see a lot of these Southern dudes like big women. Well, and also, have, have at that. it. I mean, because they do. We do have fat. Our fat bitches go to the South for um, for happier lives um, and where they're more accepted. Not not in mass, but, you know, every now and again, I'll hear a fat chick say, I'm going to the South, uh, where and I would consider slim. It was what we was talking about yeah. the other night on, on the uh, roommates with benefits. It's like the polygamy thing. My friend thought the more girls he could get with and get pregnant, that's a hat to a home to lay his hat in, so that he'd always have somewhere to you know stay over when he was working in certain areas. It's that's to cool me, it's beyond that type of dude is just scumbag. No, he has a really good job, that Jessica. That type of dude is just a scumbag. That, it doesn't matter. That's I don't know. You don't... Doesn't matter. That's that's what they do. But that's this is what me. I think this is what me. I'm not going to use the N word, but I think it's the same sort of thing. My friend would sleep with anything, and and that was his reason for such yeah. as what he said to me. No, I, I agree. I mean, no, I, I, I understand that there's cultures that just like big bitches, but it's normally it's normally born from a bum mentality. It's normally it's normally born from a bum ass nigga mentality, um, especially in developing countries. They look for the women who come from a family that feeds them a lot. You know, that's and, and it's just born from that. And then guys start wanting what all the other guys want. And then it just um, it, it just transferred. But answer me this, Jessica. Um, did is is your mama a big woman? No. Or was I, she I, I was she it. when she met your father? So no. your father, so your father, I'm sure had opportunity for a fat Nigerian chick. However, he chose a slim Italian woman. Um, yeah, at first opportunity. And this is the thing: it comes down to personal preference. You have men who gen genuinely prefer bigger women. You have men who like slim women. You have men that like women with big boobs. Some like them with small boobs. Some like white women. Some like black women. Some like that's the thing I'm trying to say. Like yo, that's the thing I'm trying to say. As a general guideline, men like smaller women. It's part of our. It's part of our evolution. On a general consensus, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because because what's happening is what what's happening is these these fat women are trying to um, force us down um, um, their throats. They're 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 trying to they're trying to access our inner African and shit like that, and they're trying to pull that shit on us. But it's not going to work. Damn it, you don't dictate what my dick takes. You know, um, and and you could say like African men like it, or West Indian men like it, or Southern men like I don't like it, and it's not natural that they like it. They like it as a matter of a social construct uh, um, because of their unique history. 
um, very likely. However, in nature, hold on, hold on, hold on, right quick, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, right quick, hold on, right quick, fellas, hold on, right quick, I'm about to go into some anthropology. I'm about to go into some anthropology. See, it's like this, you know, um, and this is why, this is why deep down in our in our um, hunter gatherer brain, we, who's that? Jessica, is that you? I'll just mute it up. All right. Deep down in our hunter gatherer brain, um, nobody wants that. You see, think about it like um, if there's a bunch of like cows in a pasture, you don't you don't waste your semen on the one that already looks pregnant. Like if you are a bunch of early men, a bunch of a bunch of primal Australopithecus men and you see a bunch of women, you pick the one who is least likely to already be pregnant to plant your seed in. And that is the slim one. It is not the fat one. The fat one looks like she already had a kid and therefore or she's already pregnant. Therefore, you're not going to waste your sperm on her if given opportunity. So that is our natural instinct to go for the most fertile looking one at that time that you that you want to um, mate with. Now, um, social constructs can take you out of your natural state. It can. However, you know, um, we're talking about natural state here and anomalies aside, people prefer um, 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 uh, smaller women. Who just left? Is that Vivian? Uh, Kane. Kane oh, Kane. left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, you, you're free to come back, Kane. But that's that. That's where we're at. You know. But yeah, your um your friend um um John, it was on some nigga shit. You know, and that's that's how that is. But Vision, uh, I got a feeling that you're here because um because you want to comment on something we were saying to um uh, Seneca. Uh, can you hear me or no? Sakina. Yeah, we can hear you. Good. Okay, yeah, this is the first. Yeah, I did a test. Uh, this is the first time I hooked up a tablet, and I didn't think I could talk through my tablet, so I just learned something new. Trial and error. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I didn't, I didn't catch what she was saying, but so yeah, I can put a real picture and see what I look like. I'm not, I, I don't think I'm the, the greatest thing in the world, but you know, and uh, maybe and. Uh, I can I can answer any question to why I am in the situation I'm in, but to I don't but I don't want to make this about me because I enjoy this channel because of the content because of so many different perspectives like and what really what I really liked was what kind of took away the shame from my thing was when um the, uh, the dog guy Zen when like look at Zen Zen went through so much like Zen did everything Zen was military he he was special ops without saying too much he uh, he lived a life you know what I mean and he. He still went through what he went through. And then I kind of went through the same thing in a different factor. So, like, when people say certain things, we can answer that. Well, uh, just to make it clear for uh, Sakina, uh, high standards, delusional possibly, the Hollywood narrative. You know, you see all these pretty girls in, uh, on BET. You see, you, you see Nas and Jay-Z dancing with all these girls. And you're like, yeah, I want that too. Because as, as a man, you, you just compete, bro. And then you, uh, the chips fall where they may. And I think we can all agree. If you get on the basketball court, I want to be the baddest man on the court. I want, I, I want, to, I want the guy to get the baddest chick. But when you grow old, it's not always about the baddest chick, you know. She's got to have a mind on her, you know. You got to be able to have a conversation with her, you know. She's got to be spiritual. And all those things start to come. But uh, to make a, sh a long story short, you know, high standards, delusional, young, just uh, not figuring things out, not listening to people. And that's all. You know what I mean? You know, just no, some of the I don't, I don't think that's the case, um, Vision, because I don't think that you um, really know what you mean by high standards. Okay, put it like this. You are a guy who is of healthy weight, um, who's high weight proportionate, um, skin is clear, and, um, 
and you are free of disease and deformities, any major deformities, 10 fingers, 10 toes, all that good shit. Um, would you turn down a woman who is also height, weight proportionate? Um, her skin is clear of blemishes and she is free of decent or excuse me, uh, she's free of disease and deformities. Meaning in the 21 years, um, um, in your in the past 21 years, have you turned down a woman who met these base criterias? I would say yes, because of uh, demented or uh, misconceived um, perspective, but continue. I, I know that's a, a loaded answer, but I can clarify if you want me to. Okay, um, so if, if you're saying that um you're saying yes because she was um psychotic or mentally ill um no, i no I no uh, no um if girls have boyfriends and i i, I kind of like I, I know i'm gonna i don't want to be a bible thumper but uh do one to others as you want done unto yourself right um so like she had a boyfriend i i i feel kind of a ways as, or let's say he was my friend and I, i'm now with his with this girl and now i'm gonna i gotta go look up my friend in his eye while i'm you know try, no, trying no. to get with it no but no no vision, the, vision. i'm not talking yeah. about I'm, I'm talking about i'm talking about reasonably within your realm of attractiveness you're not doing this when you say that you are um that that is shallow it's because you are talking about someone who is absurdly less um attractive than you you know you are you are because it's been so long you're probably looking upon uh rejecting the lizzos of the time as you being uh conceited or um you being shallow or something like that because it's been so long um however I think that you are um, requesting what most men should be requesting, and that is somebody who is within a reasonable range of attractiveness as yourself. Um, and it's nothing, it's nothing really wrong with that request. Now, have you, and I'm, ta I'm talking about all things considered, you know, no crazy boyfriends, no, no wheelchairs or nothing like that. I'm talking about within reason, have you turned down your counterpart, your equal? Yes, mm. from the sound, from the way he sounds, it sounds like he has. Because you have a well, let's let him in. Uh, I would let, say let uh, no. <laughs> I've never met such yeah. a person. Never. What is I'm your, sorry. What is your? What is your? What is the? What is the woman that you're looking for? What is the woman you're looking for? Vision. Everything he just described, and you know what, and and, and you know, decent looking, basically, and you know, intelligent. Um. Uh, someone I know, can talk with. I understand what you're saying. That that's an easy way of getting out of it. When you call decent looking, what do you call decent looking? I, I get ah, beautiful, beautiful, someone beautiful, who, beautiful, some, beautiful. Some, some, no, 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 no. Someone who is in, within your realm of attractiveness. Once again, height, weight, proportionate, um, free of disease and deformities. You know, would would you fuck that? Because he's asking what you want, and we're asking what you would fuck. So we're asking two different questions. But I think that what you mean to ask, Kane, is um, what is the least attractive woman he would fuck? I'll throw one out there. I will, I'll, I'll throw out the least attractive woman that I would fuck is um, Lisa Ray. That's a good question. What's the least, what's the least woman you no, would fuck? No. Well, answer me this. Answer me this. I, I'll, I'll do you one better. Answer me this. Would you, Vision, would you fuck Issa Ray? I don't Serena? even. I don't even know who she is. I don't know who she is. Serena Williams? No. <clears throat> Serena Williams, Venus Williams? No. Why wouldn't you? Okay. Yeah, I think no, that's I, reasonably I, within a range. Um, I, I understand. Yeah, what go saying. for it. I understand what you're saying, but why? Why, why, why wouldn't you? 
do you find Serena Williams as being an ugly woman? I'm just not attracted to her. Okay. I'm so amazing, amazing athlete. I'm just, I don't find her attractive. Amazing athlete. I'm, uh, great accolades. Worked hard. Both, both females are great, but I just I don't find them attractive. Okay, so you don't find Serena so she, attractive. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead well, answer ahead. me this. Who's the least attractive woman that you would fuck? Vision. Vision. I'm here, bro. Holy cow. That's taking me a long time to answer. Oh, <laughs> uh, holy cow. I can't. Can you give me some questions? No, no. People think about the most. They don't think about the least. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was. Well, I mean, I threw one out. I say Issa Rae. Um, no. Issa Rae is not. Well, no. Uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, no, 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 Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. She's a lesbian. <laughs> so you would fuck. So you would fuck Queen Latifah. No, no, no. We're we're asking yeah. who's the least. Well, no, no, no. But it's a fantasy. But we're asking about who's the least attractive woman that you would fuck. So you would fuck Queen Latifah. Ah, uh, yes, I would. So that's what I'm saying. The least okay. attractive person that you wouldn't fuck. That's what he asked you. Well, least that's that's attractive. reasonable. No, that's no, the, no, no that, that is that is that's the he would not fuck a woman who's less attractive than than, than Queen Latifah. So that's who, a that's who a reasonable you, bar. Who would, you, who would you consider? Because now we use the stars. The stars thing is is messing with me, but I get it. I get I get where we're going. Well, it's but the who, only people that we both know. That's what I'm saying. That's, you know? that's why I say that. I understand where we're going with this, but on the star level, who is the least woman you would fuck? That he just said, Queen Latifah. He said Queen Latifah. He just said that. So anything worse than yeah. Queen Latifah? He will not fuck worse than Queen Latifah. I think that so, that's a reasonable so, bar. So my next question would be, who do you consider least than Queen Latifah? Why? Why? When it comes to stars. When somebody state their, well, when, when, no, when somebody states their absolute low, then why are you asking for lower no, than his absolute low? No, that's no, no, because no, Queen Latifah, some guys are looking at Queen Latifah as bad. Some guys. Those guys are niggas. Okay, <laughs> hey, listen. I, I'll do my best to answer that. I, 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 let me let me go off my reality. Um, MC Light no, would no, be a tough you, one to do. Did, MC Light would be a hard one, bro. Because MC Light, if that's possible. Queen Latifah ain't that bad. Like there's a lot of dudes I, that would fuck Queen Latifah. Can there's I ask Vision a dudes question? Dudes that would fuck Queen Latifah. Jessica, go ahead. That's really ugly. Do you think, Vision, that you and Queen Latifah are equally attractive? Exactly. Or do you think she's less attractive or more attractive than you? Exactly. That's a good question. That's a good question. I find her more attractive than me, but uh, I beat her because she, she, she's got to lose some weight. But I, I think she's more attractive than me. Okay. I think she's, yeah, she's pretty. And, so that's and, why and, you already lose it. Tell me this. If and, you feel... Well, and, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's not one. Okay, a answer me this. Um, are you partial to to lighter women? Um, yeah, in the past I was, and can I give some contacts on this or no? You don't have Hello? to, but you can. Yeah, I you can't. Don't have to, you, you know can. what? Look, no, 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 no. It, well, right, right, quick, vision. In, in the past purpose, I was, but I'm, I, I, I'm not. No. No, not anymore. Not a, I, I, before. I, I liked li lighter skin chicks. Like I, I was more attracted to lighter skin chicks than I was to um darker skin chicks. But when you do like when when you, you when you've been through the whole brotherhood gauntlet and all that, and I've 
already talked about all that. Um, you kind of you, you start to respect the darker sisters a little bit more because I, when I look at it, I'm a dark skinned dude too. So like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know, don't call the kid a black, bro. So I will take a, I, I, I might even take a dark, a darker skin chick than me. You I know what I mean? It, but she, I take it even, I take it even further sense. back in the day. I take it back. I take it further. I take it even further back in the day. Vision. I know how old you are, but would you fuck a woman that look like Grace Jones? I don't know who Grace Jones is, bro. Sorry. See, that's what I'm saying. That's Grace Jones in her hair. Grace Jones is weirdly beautiful. It's so like, yeah, yeah, I know. I would, I would fuck her in her in her in her uh, in her heyday. But Jessica, let me ask remember, you. This. Wait, wait, wait. Remember the African chick? Remember the African chick? Like, oh the the <laughs> that is, that is, that's Grace Jones. That's that's no, Grace hold Jones. On. Hold no. on, Kane. Kane, Kane, Vision. Uh, the African chick in Boomerang is Grace Jones. That's who he's asking about. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Okay, so yes. so you're partial to a yeah, lot of brothers. A lot of brothers in my time. A lot of brothers in my in my era. We wouldn't touch Grace Jones, even though, even though she was a star. Man. We wouldn't touch her. She's Grace Jones, Jones older. older. Woman. Do you know why? Because well, she she, she was just older. She has no androgynous look about her, so she's quite masculine. Yes. There's something masculine about the way that she looks. Yeah, even in the prom. Even in Grace's prom, touch her. Her and roles were always masculine. Her her yeah, roles were always masculine too. She was in Conan. She she was in uh Conan um and she was a warrior just like him. But game changer, yeah, even in my game changer, game changer, even in my heyday, I would not touch Grace Jones. I don't care how much of a star she was. I well, wouldn't I touch game changer. I wouldn't touch Grace Jones. That's not my standard. Well, I that's not my standard. I was only presented the question in adulthood because she's older than me. And um, no, even this, as a this, kid, this that's what I'm saying. Adult. Even, that, no, even this, as this a is kid, this is on adult. So, um, because she's older than like Holly Berry and stuff too. So, but um, I get what you're saying. I want to ask. That's what I'm trying to figure right? out. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure oh. out what this vision. I'm trying to figure out what this no, you're vision. Trying to what out this if, vision? It, it, if he has a race. No, no, no. If he has a no, skin no, tone. No, no, not even a skin tone. Cause she was just an ugly woman to me. It's not even the skin tone. I'm trying to figure out what does he yeah. consider I ugly. Jessica was right. That she was ahead of her time with her sexual fluidity. Or that's she that? reminded me of a man. When I looked at Grace Jones, yeah, she reminded yeah. me of a man. What's Jessica? What's that word where you're gender neutral? Your flu fluidity. Androgynous. Hold on, hold on. I have a question for Vision. I have a question for Vision. I have a response for you. Vision. No, I'm I'm, I'm asking Vision the question. Bridget, who do you, who do you consider as an ugly woman? Serena Venus. Damn right. No, yeah, I've seen ugly. Did. No, 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 no. No, 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 no I don't want to be mean to them. I, 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 I'm going to try to find something. I don't want to be mean to those girls, bro. Give me a moment. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. Well, while he does that, Jessica, let me ask you this: um, If you've seen, if you've seen him and Queen Latifah, if you've seen Vision and Queen Latifah um, walking down, I got the an answer. So, sorry, I got, a, I got an answer. Uh, that well, the Brook chick, that the Brook chick, I, I don't know that uh, they call her Karis one. Her, I consider her an ugly chick. That uh, feminist chick, uh, something to Brook that who got married. Yeah, yeah, she's an ugly chick, okay. bro. Okay. Well, um, so Jessica, would you would you say that that makes sense? Would you say if you seen him with Queen Latifah walking down the boulevard, would you say that that makes sense? From what I see of him, yeah, it would make sense. They look like an on-par okay. couple. Okay. I personally think that um, 
Queen Latifah would be getting the better deal simply because she's overweight and he's not. You know, but that's she's, just me. She's big, but she's not like huge, huge, huge big. You know, she's like big, but not big, big. You <laughs> like know what I consider fat. ugly? I, I consider. It would make sense that she was with like a dad bod person, game, in my opinion. Game changer. She, she belongs with a, with a person with a dad bod. Game changer. I consider the, the girl that played Precious, I consider her as ugly. The same girl from Empire. I consider yeah, I her as ugly. That's Gabrielle ugly, Yeah, that's an ugly woman. She's a very unattractive woman, yes. No, Gabrielle Sibide is a is an unattractive woman. But um yeah, uh if it's been twenty one years, Vision, I probably would have fucked the, the, the Williams sisters. Um yeah. That's I, that, I think I most definitely that, that's why that's gonna continue, bro. I'm in trouble. But the one thing I do want to say, um, um, I, and I, I, the, the white girls don't get a pass, eh? Like I would not go below Jessica Alba when it comes to white girls, bro. Like uh, I, 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 I would move. So I know. Standards. <laughs> I know. Wow, your standards. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's well, that's high. a very high bro. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I get it because white girls, generally really speaking, bad. yeah. He's being honest. I appreciate the honesty. Well, there's a huge gap between Jessica Alba and um and Queen Latifah, so it's definitely you have a definite racial preference. But I um, give Queen Latifah but, a five and Jessica Alba like a nine, so that's a I huge don't know who Jessica Alba is. Yeah, just well, that. um, uh, you could Google actress. her. She's a very attractive. I don't have a Google on my phone. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's a very attractive. Uh, so she's up there with Scarlett Johansson. They're neck and neck. Uh, Scarlett oh, Johansson okay. is like oh, a slightly, you. just like slightly hotter. But um, uh, but Jessica they Lohan. are amongst the Eva Mendes. Jessica Lohansson. Jessica Alba is like a basic white woman. This Jessica You out your damn mind. You out your I know, you're crazy. damn mind. Yeah, you, just that crazy talk, Kane. Jessica, because I'm not into white girls, but um, but like Vision, Jessica Alba is like a step above ridiculousness. And then, and then, no, um, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but Jessica Alba on the white girl turn on the white girl on the white girl level, she's still semi average to me. No, no, no. You have a high opinion of white girls. You see, you you haven't like seen like the the ones with their freckles in the in the shit and all that nasty shit that they be having. Um, I have. <laughs> yes, and, I have. And, and sometimes and sometimes they have like the blue in the veins. So that is average. She she's not that, and she's oh, far from it. I'm not saying she's average. I'm not saying that she's average. She's a decent looking white woman. Don't get me wrong. I would try to holler at her, but I'm trying to say she's not on the top. Of the, she's not like you can't put her on it like. The she's the, the top of white girl. No, she's the top of the white girl pyramid. Yes, she is. If if she was a cheerleader, she would be on the top of the white girl pyramid. Um, that that's how that works. Uh, and, and her and Scarlett Johansson. And to answer Jessica's question, are but freckles to me, bad? Scarlett Johansson is better. To me, Scarlett I, know, I say she's slightly better. She's slightly better. You know, like like, but they're neck and neck. Well, she's Queen she's scale. No, 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 no. Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba. Oh, sorry. Johansson and Jessica Alba are um are, are neck yes, and neck. But but Jessica good. Alba is not an average white girl. And y'all live in England so, so, so and you have said, the worst so, white girl so, that exists. So Brayford, you tell me you wouldn't <laughs> Game Chat, you you tell me you wouldn't put Katie Holmes you wouldn't put Katie Holmes above Jessica Alba? I don't know who no, that is, but wait. probably not. Is that is that Jamie Foxx's ex wife? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. no. No, Fuck no. 
What you got that weird shit because you know something? Yo, yo, there's an Indian. Can I say something? A, right quick, yeah, right quick. Yo. There's a there's, there's an Indian dude at my job. There's an Indian dude at my job that think that Katie Holmes is just like the sexiest woman on the planet. I, I think he's the weirdest motherfucker, and that's you. But no, she's not even close. <laughs> but, but but to answer Jessica's question, um, but to answer Jessica's question, um. About freckles. Freckles is disturbing on 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 white people, um, particularly our white women, because I have um, freckles. Well, you're you're not full white, but um, so there's black freckles and then there's red freckles. Are your freckles red? They're like brown. <laughs> okay, maybe yeah, that's the purple. I have to see it. Yeah, maybe that's the. I don't. I never seen brown, but I've seen that's black so on black people. On and, a strawberry and, blonde girl with sort of browny ginger freckles, that's very attractive. Well, well, whatever the fuck those red freckles are, no, that's just nasty as fuck. And it's throughout no, their no, entire right. body. Yeah, no, the it's throughout their entire like... body. The ginger freckles, yeah, I get what you mean. Then yeah. it's hard no, to explain. No, no, they're not ginger. Face. This is like a strawberry blonde, like a, not a ginger person. It's very unique. Like, uh, I'd probably say, hmm, I'm trying to think of a comparison. It's, uh, hmm, it's a difficult one because there's not many girls with them. They are unique. Yeah. Uh, can I give another range here? You know, uh, like, like, of course, I've been delusional, guys, and I, I, I've, I've been punching above my weight all my life and getting knocked down, and I, I keep getting up and figuring it out. But the, you know, like, yeah. for me to settle, wait, wait, for me to settle, like, you know, just to give you more of a context, like Maya Moore, I, 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 I will, I will go for Candace Parker, and uh, um, if you key a nurse would be a, a girl I will settle with. If you don't know, these are all WNBA players, you know, so they, they kind of, you know, just to give you some context there. Okay, well, you have an obvious and very unique and individual type. Uh, I'm not going to mess but, yeah, with that. But, that. but then, Game Church, that goes to show that we all have different, we have all different, we have all different preferences. If you have that yeah. Jessica Alba look better than Katie Holmes, she might True. just now. Katie, Katie Holmes in a prime. I, 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 I was... Prime Katie no. Holmes, not Katie Holmes now. Yes. Even not, in not, not, prime, not I hit the wall, Katie Holmes. Compared. Not to Jessica Alba, Katie Holmes is like very average. To yeah, me. but we all know Even the fetish of Jessica Alba. When Jessica Alba first Jessica came out, what was that, what was that movie? That, that Honey basic. video? Do you remember Honey? Yeah. When she starred in Honey, she everybody thought she was a black woman or a mixed woman at that, and then it turned out I think she is a mixed. No, woman. she's not because yeah. she did a test on um. I can't remember she's what like talk show. Oh, I thought was. she was kind of Spanish. She did no. Yeah, she did. A, she did a yeah. test on a talk show, and it's on YouTube. And the the test results come back, and she was like eighty percent like Caucasian or Neanderthal or something. And you should see in her that face; part, it's like she wanted to cry. That's yeah, she... white Latinas are though. Well, exactly. Well, she, at the yeah, I mean, she is. She, that's what mixed is. She's eighty percent one thing and twenty percent another. Makeup. You're looking at the makeup, Jessica Alba. You're not looking at the Jessica Alba. Nope. Addison. You're looking at the makeup, Jessica Alba. No, oh, you, you are yes, looking. That's, that's you are looking. She's not an authentic no, white all woman. Of these, all, all, of, all of these are makeup people. White. I call her white. All of these are makeup people. Listen, listen. That's cheating. It's, 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 and, and, and you know who other white girls can get it? Um, Jennifer Anderson in her heyday. Um, and, um, and Cameron Diaz at her best. Like, they could get the penis. Yeah. I've never got the yeah, I, yeah. I give you that because they're, they're proper white women. I, <laughs> I give yeah, you that. It's, 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 it's no tricks. 100% white because in some of her photos, I, unless it's identifying her, she's 100% as white, but she's predominantly white. Like, I was going to say, I'm classifying her. Cameron Diaz, there's a big difference. Like, I'm just saying it might be a spray tan, it could be 
tanning pills or whatever, whatever. We are, most people thought she was mixed because of the lips. Are more passable. That's why she can pass for being something other than white. You know, she's got darker hair. She has slightly thicker, more ethnic features. So I think she can pass for being another race. That's why everyone thought she was mixed or something like that. And she came into the team dancing as well. So everyone thought, oh, shit, she, she's on the block. <laughs> you know? Game change. You from my era. You from my era. Girl What's from Blossom. What's Blossom's, what's Blossom's friend name? Seven? Six? I was her name seven? Her name was Six. <laughs> I think it was six. Six, six, yeah. Yeah. She looked better than both of them. No, she don't. Like, um, she didn't grow up hot. I did have a thing for her like you did um, at that age. However, she didn't grow up hot. She played on um, the movie White Chicks with the Waynes Brothers with Sean and Marlon. And she was one of the background um, chicks that walked around with the phone. Um, so she didn't grow up very hot. Uh, neither did Blossom. But Blossom mm -hmm. is really – Blossom's a genius. She She's like a, you know um, – she, she, she's like a, well, no, she's a genius. She, no, she was a, um, she was a scientist for years, and then she got a role back on Big Bang Theory. But so she don't have to be hot because she got all that genius DNA. Who's that? The the ugly one from Big Bang Theory. Well, she's uh, she's the one that married um Sheldon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ugly one. She's the least attractive one. So she, so she started off as a, as a, she had her own TV show when she was a kid. So she's a child actress and she's a very accomplished scientist. Okay, um, yeah, so she's a scientist in real life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and now she got that role. So she's a very unique person. Uh, she probably get the penis on that alone. <laughs> but, um, somebody said yeah. Scarlett Johansson before. Like you can't. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. She's everywhere. That's common where I'm from. That type of white woman's everywhere, though. Scarlett Johansson. No, y'all yeah. yeah. no, be having those weird-looking white. No, no. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen British white women, and it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. I, I, I see it in my head, and they, and they, and they have like. They I have remember those a couple of years ago trying to come at me. She looked just like her. That, that, that's common around there. That, that sort no, of face. No, don't lie, madman. No, no, no. You don't got the thing goggles on, on because she's because she's an actor. But that sort of woman is common. That, that's yeah, a common Scarlett looking Scarlett Johansson is a strong yeah, one. That face is common. When I think of an English woman, a British woman... Scarlett Johansson doesn't come to mind at all. Not even close. Scarlett Johansson to me is like a black white woman. What? If that makes sense. To me, she reminds me of a black woman, like her features. She looks like a black woman, but she's white. I don't know if that to makes a degree. sense. Yeah, that's that's how I feel right when now. I look at her, but she's really gorgeous. You don't see her every day. Come on. Scarlett yeah. Johansson is a 9.5. I'd rate her yeah. higher than that. I'll tell, tell you what a 9.5 white woman is to me. I'd no, say someone I, like... Nah, nah. You know, I'd, I'd say Margot, I'll put it like Margot this. Robbie. It, it, Mar that's, that's, a, that's a white woman that ain't just getting about on a common day to day. I don't know who that is, which means she's Ma not that hot. No, I, I will say you, this. Have you seen Wolf Street? Harley no, Quinn. No. Harley Quinn. She's hot. She's hot. But she's not Scarlett Johansson hot. She's just hot because she is Which Harley one? Quinn and Harley Quinn's hot. Ma um, the one I said or the Robbie. one Jessica said? Margot no, Robbie. No, no, no. She's hot because she's Harley Quinn. You know, um, the, the role is hot. People fantasize about Harley Quinn as a cartoon. So adding her to the role, um, whoever, was, whoever put on the Harley Quinn costume will be considered hot. 
as long I as she's within within uh, within reasonable range. However, if if England, if uh, Britannia was full of um, was full of Jessica Alba's, then white guys would talk Britannia. about it. <laughs> well, no, no. If it was, then white guys would talk about it. But well, white guys don't talk about it. They talk about they talk about like Switzerland. Yeah, they, hold on, right quick. Hold on, right quick. Kane. Hold on, right quick, Kane. Uh, they, they don't talk about that. Hold on right quick, Kane. They they don't talk about England. God damn it. Hold on. Hold on, Kane. They don't talk about that. They talk about they they talk about um they don't talk about Britannia. They talk about um Switzerland and they talk about um they talk about even France before they mention that. But they primarily talk about Russia. Now, if England was a place with a bunch of Scarlett Johansson's just walking around, you know, in um in yoga pants, then then um American white guys would be talking about that. Facts. We have to get these women in started on Russian girls. Wow. Can I, ask, can I ask Madman a question quickly? Jessica Alba's regular. Sure. Yeah, see, y'all don't know how to judge white girls. Does, I don't think y'all grew up around white girls. Something's wrong with y'all white girl gauge, including you, Vision. Like something is, yeah. Well, I went to I went to junior high school. I went to a white junior high school. So you I, know I, that a bunch of them did not look like Jessica. Alba or better, you know that you've seen them. They be all kind of fucked up. Oh, like some Johansons everywhere. People, you got your fame goggles on. We, like we, huh? we, 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 because she's famous. We, we're no, it's not a matter her. of fame. Look, I know what I like. I like full lips. Um, I, I, I like full lips, and I like almond-shaped eyes. That's why I like um, Megan Good so much. That shit turns me on. Okay, and oh, ample bosoms, right. and the fact that she has all the white girl shit. Um, um, is a little bit better. Wait, are we and talking about face or body? Hold on, are you? Because you start talking about bosoms, then that, that I didn't include no, that one. I'm, I'm talking about, about the no. I'm talking about the amalgamation of what makes uh, Scarlett Johansson Scarlett Johansson. It is the ample bosom, um, the the slight crease underneath the ass, and the um, the 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 legs, and the um, and but primarily the full lips and the almond eyes. Now you can add enhancements to that that only white girls can provide, like the blue eyes and the and the long hair. But um, but the lips and the thing is not something that you see common on on your rank and file English white bitch. I, I was that is the... Go ahead. I was exclusively talking about the the face when the, all that over exterior. Okay, that's subjective. I, I'll, I'll go with your view. If you see a fat chick, if you but see a fat ass face. chick walking down the street with a Jessica Alba face uh, or with a Scarlett Johansson face, I wouldn't care because she's a badass and she's not a woman no i'm i'm saying that you know i, I don't care what kind of face a fat woman has i was just talking about visually the, oh, them, them faces it. those those just those what's called scarlett johansson's are getting about they're just regular jessica alba is regular that's the regular woman that we see in america the girl next door Jessica Alba is regular. She's there's nothing super. Dan, Dan, Dan I need to come down there, bro. I'm wasting my time up here. Huh? No, hold on. See, now now everybody just lives in neighborhoods full of um fucking Scarlett Johansson. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all don't find white girls with lips like that and no freckles or no shit like that. Just walking down um what street is this? Unless they get like lip injections, unless you live on the yeah. same block as a plastic surgeon that's just, that's just taking lips and um and and bitches, then then you don't live there. Yeah, y'all just y'all just lying game changer, like game that. changer. Jessica Alba, Jessica Alba doesn't look better than Kelly Bundy. I don't know what I Christina Applegate had her day. 
definitely. However, I am a lip and almond eye person. Now, Kelly Bundy was definitely so, um, an attractive so, uh, young lady. However, however, she no, she was white girl. She was white girl sexy. She was she was white girl. Yeah, she got that. Yeah, fantastic. She got that. She got that herb. But I'm saying herb aside, herb aside, these are like top of the white girl pyramid. Y'all can't name anything better. Period. You 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 can't. You got Nestle Crunch. That's actually true. She does. No, she got she got she got the herpes. She got it from like I think there's a few people in it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that aside. Who got the herpes? Hold on. Wait a second. I'm Wait a second! Up. Stop! Stop! Stop for a second! Who got Jessica, the herpes? Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba. Yeah. Oh, she got burnt up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, man, I got a question for you. My man, I got a question for you. She's at the top of the white girl. These two women are at the top. Herpes aside, these two women are at the top of the white girl pyramid. There is none better um, in existence today. You know, Christina Applegate is up there um, in her heyday. She's up there, but she don't have the lips. You gotta have the do you know who you could throw in as a wild card? Oh. Angelina Jolie in her prime. Is she nah. all right, though? Wait, wait. Is, is she? Because I know that she's John Wick's nah. daughter. But who's the mother? Because nah. if you classify her as white, no, she she was Tomb Raider. She was she was Laura Croft in Tomb Raider. She got that fucked up surgery that made her look weird. But she she was exactly. Um, Tomb Raider. Exactly. She was Tomb Raider. She was exactly. in a movie called Hackers. We're talking about the women in their best. Now she would be up there if and only if. Her mother is not ethnic because I know John Voight is her father, but she has to be something else in her. There's something else in her. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her features. Because I agree. Features, I agree. Yeah. Same page. I and agree. She, I and, agree. And John Voight is like all the way white. So if she, so the mother has to be something to for her to have dark hair and shit like that and those lips. Like she did not get any of that from the father. So her mother is probably like a a, a full bronc, you know, African chick or something like that. But so if she is classified as white, she is also at the top of the pyramid because she got those lips that I like. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, however, um, th these are at the top of the pyramid. Y'all talking about these are just rank and file white girls just, that walk down the boulevard. Go I ahead. just checked. Angelina Jolie's mom is white and she looks just like Angelina Jolie, but an older version. Okay. Well, then she he's has. Somebody said that a question for me. Did, or did I not hear that? He's got a question. That, that's me. That's me. I have a question for you, uh, Madman. Oh. Uh, wait, wait. Here's a question. The madman, uh, you're from. Uh, I'm guessing you're from Europe, uh, England. I'm, I'm presuming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, do you remember this French actress? I don't know. How, I can never say her name. She was in these old school movies called Emanuela. I don't know if you would know this or not. If anybody in the panel would know that, I thought she was all right, but I might be a little bit out of my. Uh, these were movies from the '70s, right? And you can't know every actress in the world. But I thought she was all right. It was a, a movie called Emanuela. She was. She was a hot French chick. Um, I, I, I wouldn't know, to be fair. Um, That's, that movie nah. sounds familiar, but I don't know who you're talking about. What's, what's her, what's her stage name? Um, from what I'm reading here, I guess it's Sylvia Cristela. Sylvia Cristela. I've just flocked it up now. Is that what you're into? Yeah. I'm not with you. I'm not on that side, bro. I'll be with All right. You. right. No, no, no problem. No problem. No problem. I'll put it in the back chat. Yeah, that's not me, bro. Um, nah. But if that's your thing, <laughs> cool, isn't it? Like, nah. Is that who you were? Oh, yeah. If I thought I found attractive, well, that, what's the, what was the like, overall question around it? Uh, no, we talking, yeah, yeah, just, uh, I was just asking you because we were talking about different white girls and, uh, and you know, we're just comparing notes. 
no, no, there, there is, but, there but, is but, a hierarchy but, of beautiful. Why but there's no, con there's like, no context if we can't, if we can't, like, I'm talking about somebody that you don't know, we can't compare notes. So that's why we're talking about Jessica Alba, Eva Mendes, Holly Berry, Janet Jackson at one time, you know. We, okay, we this go. is, it, this is no, like, no, you know, Janet, a pre-war picture. Janet Jackson still look the same. No, what the hell? She all kind of. All right, well, let's do this. Let's do it. Because there's something I want to make clear, and then I'm going to go to my other channel. Um, Zone, could you put the other channel in the, um, in a thing, please? I'm going to my other channel right now so I can show you all um, the link to something without getting flagged on this one. Um, um, however, um, I want to let black women know this, is that um, there is a cap on white women beauty. Um, and it is not really to reasonably exceed um, exceed like Jessica Alba and Scarlett Johansson. There isn't a reasonable cap on a black woman's beauty. Y'all have like very high potential of beauty that is untapped because y'all y'all eat shit and y'all don't work out. Um, and <laughs> and, and y'all sew other people's hair into your heads and all kind of dumb shit. Shit. And y'all giving these people who have limited potential um, a a out, an opportunity. You know what y'all like? Y'all like that genius that's mopping floors um, because he don't like school or don't apply himself like goodwill hunting. That's what y'all do. You know, so I'm saying apply yourself and and you can outdo the baddest. They, they'll have to stop at some point. They'll have to stop at some point of beauty and then the freckles and shit kick in or whatever the fuck goes wrong with their with their genes. Um, and it's not me just just stumping on them. You know, this this is just what I've noticed. Um, however, there's no limit. But y'all just y'all just y'all just walk around fat as fuck, wasting it, wasting the potential. So, you know, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a fucking, you know, um, a, a Asian dishwasher. It, that's a waste of Asian. So don't do that. That's a terrible that, joke, but it's huh? funny. <laughs> That's a terrible yeah. joke, but it's funny. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a terribly funny person. What, what can I say? You know, I get um, it. I get it. I get it. But for y'all to say Jessica Alba, for y'all to be giving Jessica Alba the praise that y'all giving her, I don't see it. Jessica Alba is God not one of the top notch. Name a hotter one. Name a hotter one. He said K.E. Holmes. He did. <laughs> That's not. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Wait, was she the chick? Was she the chick in? Um, was she the chick in? Um, Pulp Fiction. What about? No. What about Kelly Brook and um, uh, Denise Van Alton? If we're gonna start doing pre-war chicks, then like you could say, say Catherine Zeta-Jones in her heyday. You know. Yeah. yeah she you could say cool. that. You know. She was hot back then. She was hot back then, but age kicked in. The wall well, yeah. kicked in. Well, I mean, Betty White was hot back then, you know. No, <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying that that is the pinnacle. That is the that that's that's the pinnacle, and it's so, not. Sorry to switch the subject. To what? Who was people's version of, say, a black woman? Like, what was the top grade of a black woman? I must have missed that. Well, to me, I told I told you for me because I'm a lip slash almond eye man. Um, I have a thing for um for for Megan Good. Um, oh, as well as no. Carrie, as where see that's you. As well as Kerry Washington, as well as Kerry Washington, and y'all have some sexy Brits over there. Um, the chick that paid um, Aisha on Misfits, if she if she fucking fixed her teeth, you know what the fuck is it with y'all young teeth? If she fixed her teeth, you know <laughs> she 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 would be up there. I like the Game of Thrones chick. Um, I like the one yeah. from Beyond the Lights. 
You know, so y'all got some y'all got some good Brits there. The, mi- However, the mixed chick and Game of Thrones. The, yeah, the one with right. the yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm that's, talking that's, about. Yeah, but that's mixed though, bro. You can't use that one. You gotta use, I can't. Uh, I can't use that. Wait, y'all, y'all, y'all don't have black chicks there. Um, <laughs> apparent, like according to y'all TV, y'all don't have black women. It's, no, it's just like the whole women. island. Who's that Zoe girl? Who's that Zoe girl in Guardians of the Galaxy? Zoe. Oh, right. Zoe Saldana, the one that only gets with white men. Um, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, man. Her, 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 and, her and Janelle Monet, bro. Her and Janelle Monet are blowing me up the water and they're not even interested in black men. So it is what she it only is. only does movies with black men. I mean, with white men. Nah, nah, um, yeah, she's, she's definitely, she's definitely a, a bad one. You want to talk about um, um, what's I her t- name? The definition. The one of- that wears the suits. The one that wears the suits all the time. The suits. The shoot suit sets. Yeah, Janelle Monet. Yeah, she, Janelle Monet. She doesn't Janelle wear suits anymore, bro. She's she don't wear suits no more, bro. Very, she's done. She's a very pretty woman. Yeah, she's a very gorgeous woman. But is that she, the, is she, that the girl that played at Storm? Is that the girl that played at Storm on a new X Men series? No, 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 no. Huh. Janelle Monet is the one that always wears the suits. She always wears the um suit sets. She's a singer. She she's a singer. Okay. She's a singer. To me, the definition of like black beauty, and I'm talking none of that like mixed. I'm t- talking dark skin black beauty would have to be for me, right? In Destiny, I don't see no black woman looking like her. Like yeah, they, yeah. You know, they, yeah, they, she, that is the top beauty. of the top. Yeah, she has natural. She has yeah. natural. Beauty. You can't, you can't really. To me, you can't really compete with when when it comes to a dark skinned woman of that category. And I'd say on the other side, at the bottom end, I wouldn't say Gabby Sinabe because let's be real, that sort of dark skinned big woman ain't really common. That's she's a this gonna sound really horrible, but she's that, that's very common here. That, she's that's very common she's, here. she's a that's a freaking nature. Oh, that's that's not. <laughs> no, no, that's that's common. That's, com- that's like common in the south. In the face, as listen, sw- as, as like fantastic, as, as fantastic, as fantastic. He lives in the south. That is common. Like you he see that just walking around nature. everywhere. That that no that, no. If me, you no, if got- you throw if you throw a rock in the south, that a hit a bitch that look like that. Ask him. As fantastic. This is gonna sound horrible, but that's a unique ugly. That's not just <laughs> common. Ugly. I'd say it's not I'd, unique. I'd, go to Mississippi. Okay, well, go to Mississippi. The bottom of the range is Ryan Destiny. No, I've been to Mississippi. Mississippi I, is desolate. The, the bottom of the range when you're asking women, you'd have to say Leslie yeah. Jones. I think it's fair what? to say Leslie Jones yeah. would be the bottom. It's the uh, bottom Carlos the bottom. Is the Miss Dynamite mixed race. Is she? Are we talking about Leslie Jones from from? I know, I know. I was just throwing in Miss Dynamite, Carlos's stuff. Fantastic! How, how <clears throat> common? Fantastic! How common is the is the uh, Gabrielle Sidibe's, um in the <clears throat> South? How how often do you see a Gabrielle Sidibe walking around the South? Like once a week, once a month. If he wants to come up, I'll go down. Uh, well, he he could. I think he just want to answer the question in the chat room because I'm about to go to the next channel, um, in a second. Going moving on. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm gonna just continue to stream on a different channel because um, I wanna, I wanna cover this, and then um, or actually, you know something? I I probably just uh listen to um, so subscribe to that channel, and then I'll as soon as see Boogie uh, finish saying what he has to say about um Obsidian, then I'll head to the other channel. Um, so I give myself something to eat while I. What happens, but I'll be I'll be um opening up the other channel today. I'm gonna talk about level two, so I want y'all to tune in. 
Uh, all right, see, all right, cool. Every, cool. every goddamn day. So that's what it's like in America, in the American South, for y'all, for y'all Brits. So you know, in the American South, in the American South, um, Gabriel Sidibe is not a rare type of ugly. It's common. They walk around like that, and they have like a, a dude that's more handsome than they are pretty in tow. Chronically, not, not to game be funny. Game changer. What's the other channel? Yeah, I was gonna oh, say that. Zone has it right here. Zone has it right here. It's uh, it's just game changer live zero zero one zero zero. Can I ask but, a silly uh, question? Can I ask a silly question that has nothing to do with this at all? Yeah, because uh, I was on Mr. Fantastic's channel earlier, and then uh, the the light skin narrative came up, and it kind of went so like the the, the color of, of what is. So who 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 black people are and who they are not, and I just want to ask a question right now to everybody. What's the last time you seen an albino person? You know, because that's very interesting. Like, where are they hiding at? And I'm not trying to be mean, man. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. You guys, albino people. When's the last time you seen a person? Albino see person. Them, I, 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 well, I see them as kids. I don't see them as adults. I think that they do something, uh, whether it's makeup or tanning or something to to blend in. I don't see them in adult. I don't see them as adults. Um, you know, or I don't know. There, there could be something else going on that's that's far more dark um, or morbid. Um, however, um, I don't see them often in adulthood. You just see them when when you're a kid. What about Elephant Man? Here is that different? Is he not albino? No, don't say that, bro. That's a little well, too far. That's the, don't don't make no, that comparison. He's not an albino. He, he's suffering I'm from something else that's, that's far more rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I'm not yeah, being it's, disrespectful. I promise you, I'm not. Well, Wait, well, did he ask if, if the Elephant Man is an albino? No, I'm talking about the artist, the singer. The artist, Elephant Man. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not familiar oh, with the Yellow artist. Man. Sorry, Yellow Man, I apologize. Yellow Man. I don't yeah, I know you're talking about with Yellow Man. I know you're oh, talking about... Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, he looks like an albino, but it, he's a bit even too dark for an albino. He's just a white... Looks like a white black guy, but... If you There's type in yellow, man. Of, of nah, he went through he went through some more things than just being albino. Uh, he went through some more things. I think I think he was in a fire or something like that. If I'm not correct. Yeah, it he looks was, like he's fire damage as well. So, I I think that they that that they do something to hide it. That they once they become older, you know, they probably make up or something like that to blend in with a regular light skinned person. Um, or, or maybe they, maybe their homebodies, but I don't see them as frequently as I did, um, coming up in school. And, and it may have been like one or two in the whole school. It wasn't even that frequent, um, then. Exactly. So it's not, it's not exactly. very many of them, you know, but I, I do see, I do see midgets more often than I see albinos. I will say that. So <laughs> that is interesting, isn't it? Cause I think I've only seen five in my whole life. Right. And so it's just, and it's well, like, they not. have a city. It's like they have a secret society and they just disappear somewhere and they just go chill. I don't know. They're not that ah, common they're, for you to see them everywhere. A lot of them don't live long. A lot of them don't live long. No, I think... I, I, no, I, no, no, Kane, I, I don't think that there's a anything... Uh, it, I think it's a cosmetic thing. I don't think that it's anything tied to their health. I, I just no, think it, that they're... No, it's they're just very a cosmetic rare. thing. It so is a why, cosmetic so why thing. why don't they live long then? My family. And he didn't. He didn't live long. It's something no, with the I genetic. think um, they they do have a shorter lifespan. Yes, they with absolutely their skin do. Comes a lot of health conditions. Exactly. Regarding sun exposure and 
things like that. Exactly. They're a lot more oh, some some niggas got the same life. name as me in the chat. Fuck, that's gonna be so confusing. I thought, I, was, I, thought, was, I thought you had a Ku Klux Klan uniform. See, that's what I mean. When people have the same name as you, you start people start thinking it's you. I thought people were coming at me. Just uh, then and oh. Oh, it's, all, it's, all, it's all good, bro. It's all good, bro. We know who you are. Yeah. Well, the albinos is definitely something genetic. It's something genetic. All right, a lot well, of them live off. A lot I, of them I, just, live. Of course, kids are albino. I, I'll, I'll, no. I'll admit, I'll admit to my, I'll admit to my ignorance on, um, on the connection between albinism and health issues. Um, so you know, maybe that's another reason. Uh, mortality is another reason that you don't see many of them. You know, um. But when when I said that you know it's something morbid, I was thinking that, um, which which is quite unfortunate. Um, but yeah, um, they they exist. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, but anyway, I'm gonna do final thoughts. And like I say, um, probably after C Boogie, I'll pick this back up on the other channel. I may even announce it on this one. Um, do a quick announcement and let y'all know that I'm gonna be on the other channel. Um, but Zone, um, if you could put the link up again give them a chance to subscribe um because i um, there is a there's a show that i want to cover that i covered last time on my other channel and um and this one talks about level two it gives like the most perfect example of level level two bff that um that i can provide so um this will give you an opportunity to examine that I missed something. All Level right. two. What? What's just ballpoints? What? What? What's that uh, about? Okay. So, um, if you're familiar with Obsidian, we understand what um, black female fuckery is. Um, uh, just general ill behavior. Level two is when it's disguised. Um, when it's done under the guise of femininity. Um, mm -hmm. So that is what the Michelle Pinks and these, you know, these other women are trying to promote. They're trying to teach women to appear to be feminine, um, to be more deceptive. So. Um, I'm definitely going to to cover that. I came across a prime example. So she's not outright ratchet, um, the the woman displayed on this show. However, um, it's subtle, and I want you guys to be able to notice the subtleties of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know how much longer C Boogie is going to go. I'm going to use this opportunity to fix myself something to eat, and then, um, and then, yeah. So if you're subscribed, you'll get the notification, and um, it'll be down yeah. over there. All right, and, game changer, G game changer. I, speaking of that, I heard you. I don't know if it was level three or level four where you were saying, um, um, uh, current Stephens and uh, who's the one who married uh, Wilson? You said those are level four, so I was kind of, even though I don't really know much about it, I kind I was liking, I like the, the perspective you were giving that, and you said that I, 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 can't, I can't tell you guys about level four until I get there, so I thought that was uh, quite hilarious if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I think it was last night I was saying that, um, that level four, um, level four type deception is not really for the um, regular guys or the average guys, um, anything like that, um, because it's uh, we would be so outclassed. And a woman who's capable of reaching this level of deception and beauty and um, the appearance of femininity um, will tend to go for the wealthy guys and jawline niggas and um, get them because they're they're just that good at what they do. Um, so I don't I don't have experience dealing with them. Like if you you know, these are the guys who who these are the women who, you know, who marry Saudi princes and then divorce them after years, you know, after the exact amount of time that it takes to get their billions. You know, I'm I'm you know, I'm not prepared for that. So, you know, that's I mean, you know, but since nobody here is a Saudi prince, don't worry about it. 
you know, let's focus on the level twos. That's, I think that's the worst many of us would get. All right, peace. All right, so so peace. Um, um, any any closing thoughts? Uh, happy birthday, uh, Jessica. Um, yeah, yeah happy, happy birthday, birthday Jessica. Jessica. If you could come on later, it'd be nice. Um, but I understand time zones are different, and you know, uh, you probably got to get ready for work. But uh, I'm um, off tomorrow, I might try to get on. See what's okay. I'm gonna check in. I'm gonna check in. I'm gonna check in. I, I, I got okay. a final thought. I got a final thought. Okay, go for um, it. Uh, uh, happy happy birthday, um, Jessica. And uh, if there's white girls that look like Jessica Alba in the USA, I'm moving to Madison, Wisconsin. I'm gonna do my best, bro. I did not know. Uh, that's where I'm coming for. Peace. All right, peace, bro. Peace. All right. So, um, so Kane, Kane, final thoughts. Nah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just saying. I'm gonna check into. The, I'm gonna check into the channel. I'm gonna go, go on the other channel and continue continue the conversation. Let's see what we're going with this. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm listen to Boogie for a bit, fix myself uh, something to eat. I don't know. Um, and then oh, I know what I'm. I know what I'm gonna make. Hey, so um, just so y'all know, this is funny. This is funny as hell, and I just started doing this. Just so y'all know, because I'm on keto, I be making myself hamburgers without buns, and I eat that shit with a fork. I shit y'all yeah, not. Yeah, Oh, for real? So, yeah, that's what I'm about to do yeah. right now. Yeah, so, I don't have to, to wait try, for something to... Yeah, go for it. Try, sorry, try buying, uh, like, raw mincemeat, which you'd, like, make spaghetti bolognese out of and make your own beef burgers. You just need salt and pepper, no egg, just mold it together in the pate, three minutes each side, and it's you've more or less got a minced steak burger, and any sauce or onions with that is a meal in itself. Okay. Okay, that's what's up. It, um, I'm not messing with really the sauces though, but uh, but yeah, I'll get that a try. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, final I'm, thoughts from me. How to um, love coming on the panel because I joined a bit late this evening, but it's just refreshing. The topics are always current, and you know it's uh, nice for me uh, to join in. So, but to get to the other channel, can I go to your YouTube channel? And then click on it, or is I know it's in the back chat, but I just tried to click it and it doesn't do anything. Um, Zone, could you put it in my private chat? That way I could copy it and paste it to the um, um, to the description yeah. box. All right, appreciate it. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll paste this and I'll put it in the description box to my second channel. Um, but I, as I mentioned, I might announce it. I might not. So um, so have it in your thing. But if not, you could get it from the description box here. Um, What's what time is? Um, so when you so after this, right? Right? Uh, yeah. When you click the video, because it goes uh, it goes into the archive on my channel. So and you'll be able to see it. You could click the video. Um, I'll click it on YouTube. Uh, no. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. So it'll yeah. be in the description box of this video. Uh, you uh, click fixed, it, yeah. and it'll send you, and it'll send it to you. Uh, um, yeah, but to answer, that... oh, um, can I, I show a video that, real quick? Yeah, sorry, uh, Marco. It's um, I'm I'm gonna just make myself a sandwich, um, or or whatever you want to call it, a, a a burger without a bun, um, a and and um, and then I'm going to uh, probably listen to Sea Boogie, and then I'll be over there. So, uh, the link to this one will be in the description box, so you'll know exactly when we start up the um the other show. Thanks, so, Game Changer. That's really cool. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, no problem, John. 
All right. So, uh, but Marco, if you have something, hit me, hit me in the thing because I sent that hotel list uh, to my partner. So, um, so they're gonna get back at me. They're gonna be out there like on the fifth or seventh, but I'm gonna be out there sooner. So, you know, uh, we'll link up. All right. Um, outside of that, make sure you hit the like button on your way out. Um, this is Game Changer zero zero one zero zero. You probably see me in the chat room on C Boogies, um, right now. But, um, but yeah, I'm hungry as fuck, man. So, um, that's why my mind is drifting. So, um, so hit me up there. Um, and peace. Game over. Peace. <laughs>